Hello and Hi. welcome we to, to go, Jim. episode 69 of the Playthrough Podcast. So my name is Jim Middleton and I'm here with the usual crew. We've got Andy Gilmore. Hello. We've got Mads Christensen. Merry Christmas. Mer- yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, New Year. Happy New Year. And we've got Chris Wormington. Happy Merenium. Merenium. Betwixtmas. <laughs> Like, what, well, what is, is it? Is it Merenium? Merenium? Like, was it Chris Atwill who put that on Discord? Yeah, I think, yeah, Merenium, is it? Is that not the part it between your two like, orifices? But that's Merenium, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling my missus, I was saying how this is like, because she was saying, I don't know what day it is. I was like, yeah, that's because it's Merenium. And then I was, she was like, what's that? And I was like, well, you know, the perineum is the bit between the bulls and the arse. <laughs> Like, like the bit in between. <laughs> yes, colloquially <laughs> yes, known as the gooch. The gooch. The Graham. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mary Graham. Yes, yeah. Mary Graham, everybody. Already scraping the barrel. Uh, for anyone then who, do, who might have just joined us for the first time, we'll uh, this is, yeah. Get, get the kids away now. <laughs> well, welcome along. This isn't the uh, Ducky Ducky. Uh, episode we've got that coming up after this one this is going to be a look back over the year 2023 so it's going to be everything that we've covered game wise for the podcast the stuff we've played outside of the podcast the, the non-duty gaming as uh, as we might like to, <laughs> yes. to call it um and anything else we want to want to chat about gaming headlines uh tv whatever yeah there's there's no real sort of plan for this just waffle and let's see how it goes do what we do best yeah but we'll start off as we always do with a a little round table for uh, however what everyone's been up to over over the christmas period so andy yeah pick on you because you're directly above me on my uh, on my video feed Oh, I'm to the left of you on mine, so it's um, yes. I yeah, thanks so much. No, all good. A, a really enjoyable festive period, a very quiet one. Um, I think probably most folk who listen to podcasts know two young kids, so three and a half and five, so they're right in the sweet spot of all the the Christmas madness. So things have been building to a crescendo, which they well and truly arrived in on Christmas morning. So that's no, been really nice. Um, not a huge amount in. By way of any gaming, to be honest, I think it's just been we finished. Obviously, oh, I think I've just about finished Toki Doki. There's a wee bit more that I need to finish up on that, which is obviously our, our current playthrough title. But it was quite nice. It's actually it was a perfect game to play in the run up to Christmas in some respects, and it wasn't overly demanding of my time, and didn't feel that I kind of had a huge amount that was needing completed or that I was needing to get back to, or or if I took a break from that, I would feel that I'd lost track of it when I came back to it. So um, I was able to take a wee bit of a break this past week where it's just really been kind of a bit of family time. So all the usual Christmas bump out and about visiting, um, feeding, uh, went to go and feed some alpacas and meet Santa, which um, it may, even my, my, my five-year-old was questioning whether it was the real Santa or not because she was saying it's... Uh, she was telling me about how he had a brown beard underneath his white beard and uh, <laughs> there's not really too many places yet. I think I just had to be honest on that one, but it's... I think uh, you would have no, thought he'd have uh, put the effort in and dyed it maybe, wouldn't you? You would think so, yes, but he, he was an alpaca farmer, so it's um, how much uh, thought went into it, I'm not entirely sure. But what, what, do uh, you do, what do you do as an alpaca farmer? Like, do you eat alpacas? I've, ne- I've never seen alpaca just, on a menu. Just, don't you just cut cut their 
sell their um, for is jumpers it, and everything. It's like just their, their, just, their, just their wall, is it? Or their exactly fur. that. Yeah, yeah. This is it. Just give them a just give them a good life, basically, by the looks of things. So yeah, it's, um, no, we're just trying to do lots of stuff like that. <laughs> there we go. Um, otherwise, it has been. Uh, I don't even think I'm going to have to have a word with the family. Actually, I don't think there was for the first year ever. I don't think there was any gaming related presents. Actually, nothing. Not even a book. Um, but it's in some respects it has just been kind of quite a welcome break from it all to be honest it's been quite yeah. kind of a, a busy finish to the year um, and then obviously we've been quite busy with some of our games that we've been playing but um, other than that just kind of time hanging out with the family it's been really nice yeah nice it's tough in it like with gaming presence because generally I, I speak from my point of view if there's something I want gaming wise generally I'll I'll get it if if oh, obviously yeah. like money money dictates obviously do you know what I mean? But I'm speaking from the point of if there's something that that you want, generally you, you don't tend to like. Well, I don't anyway. I don't tend to say, "Oh, I'll have that this or this for Christmas." Do you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, then totally. No, that explain. is ten, it. Tends to be my no, exactly. That is very much my. And then Chris has said as much as well in the sense that you know, kind of. You don't spend so much. None of us are particularly kind of these days, especially, you know, it's not like I'm out spending a lot of money at the weekends or whatever. Mm. This is kind of my gaming is very much my guilty pleasure. So it tends to be if something comes along that, um, yeah. well, <laughs> listen to any one of our episodes and you'll hear how many things that we tend to pre-order or to, yeah, you know, exactly, get on yeah. release date, etc. Um, You know, it's probably the one thing in my life that I've got my my finger on the pulse with and if there's something that's coming out yeah. that I quite fancy then I generally try to get yeah. a pre-order in um, there's loads of stuff that I don't buy but if it's it tends to be that if it's something that I do want then I've kind of made an allowance for that that tends to be what I keep my money aside for so that when something comes yes. forward, although I did benefit with them um, we were chatting in the discord group there was my brother was looking to get my nephew a uh, switch for his Christmas and yeah there's a lot of good advice actually from folk in the Discord group so I think he'd ended up getting him a Switch Lite but I think I'd mentioned on the last recording that I'd bought him to give him one of the Hyper Megatech handhelds yeah yeah yeah. in the end I got him the Capcom one and so that arrived but then about two days later was when my brother said oh actually we're looking at maybe getting him a Switch so I thought well it kind of Rains on his parade a bit, um, or more probably actually rains on my parade a bit. If if I hand over that and then he gets given a switch on the same day as well, he's just that's just going to yeah, go yeah. completely ignored. So I thought I'll hang on to it. I haven't had a chance to uh, to open it up yet, but I was going to send it back and just get a refund. I thought, Do you know, what, actually, I quite like the look of this. For the sake it's, it's of like sixty, seventy quid. It was fifty. Yeah. It was fifty. Yeah. 50, so it's yeah, good um, price. and it's that's it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good price, really. Yeah, it's the Capcom one as well. So there's a lot of good mm. games on it. And I thought, if anything, it's actually a, another quite good one that I can hand over to the kids and I'm not going to be overly precious about. So I have... Um, it's cheaper than a brand new PS5 game. Look at it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, this is it. And then ultimately for my nephew, I had a whole lot of Switch games up on the shelf there, um, some of which I hadn't even opened. So I just gave him one of the... I actually, it was... Um, uh, what was the newest? Was it Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury? Is Bowser's it? Fury, was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, so yeah. I, when I'm, was yeah, couple, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. yeah. So I had a sealed copy of that, so I just wrapped it up and gave it to my nephew instead. So he would be it kind of worked worked for both of us. So a mutually oh, beneficial absolute banger that as well. What, yeah, well, I was I was quite I was quite reluctant to hand it over to be honest, but I thought it's the sort of game that he will probably as you know maybe as a, a an entry point it'll probably be something that he'll really enjoy playing. So it's um, and it's always that, that tends to be how I 
choose my presents if it's something that I think I would really enjoy or something that I would really like that tends to be the best presents to get for people yeah, yeah. My, my kids loved Bowser's Fury they, they say that it was uh, yeah. some of the best Mario they ever played oh, I might ask for it back is it too yeah, late to ask for it back it is good yeah it's good yeah too late now mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed Bowser's Fury. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I just, just, just probably not enough of it, you know. Be in in the grand scheme of things, it mm. feels like a um, feels like an experiment. I reckon that that they were trying out some new things in, in a way that was in a very safe environment. Because if they if it if it didn't work, then they were able. I mean, I, I'm absolutely convinced that the next Mario game, the next 3D Mario game, is going to be open world. In, in somehow and Bowser's Fury had elements of open worldness to it, so it felt like a bit. It felt like a bit of a tech demo to me. You, you very, mean very open world as in? Playable. You mean open world as in like a a sandbox? So like, there's no, yeah. there's no like hub world can, where you go in to connect to different worlds. You, the, it's open and you yeah. explore it through maybe I don't know, like move upgrades and stuff. Stuff like yep. that. Yeah. Odyssey was I kind think- of open world, wasn't it? I mean, every planet you could fly to had twenty different missions you had to do, and you can do them in pretty much any order. Yeah, but the main line, the, the main, yeah, yeah. yeah, but the main path, the kind of critical path, wasn't open. You open. had to do the missions in a certain order, and then you unlock the next world. I mean, there yeah, was lots right. of right. there was lots of optional moons, wasn't there, that you could go mm-hmm. and find, mm. and you could do those in any order. But in terms of the kind of, if you stuck to the critical path, it was just one level, then the next, then the next. Yeah, well, some new mechanics as well. You might be able to romance Goombas and Yoshi's, like in Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not expecting full on RPG, but I am expecting a little more, a little more influence of the 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 newer Zelda games, definitely in there. And and I feel like well, it needs. I feel like it probably does need to go there, doesn't it? I mean, because was it you know, as as oh, as incredible as doesn't. they are. Mario is all about those those finely honed levels for me. Yeah. If they are planets in Galaxy or Odyssey or if they are like 30-second, 45-second mm. levels in, in Super Mario World, that, that's what I want. Mm. Mm. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, you could, I think you could still do that. I just, yeah, I just, I just think that's where they'll, they'll head. Yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, they're two very different things now, aren't they? The 2D and the Mario, uh, 2D Mario and 3D Mario. Feels that way. Mm. Yeah, I absolutely yeah, loved Odyssey. Way. So more of that would be good. Odyssey was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd take an Odyssey too, wouldn't you? With just yeah. a whole load of different, yeah, I would, different yeah. kingdoms. Yeah. yeah. Although I've never gone back. I've never had a second run through of it. Oh yeah, I, I think have, my kids I, have finished it like five times. This. Well, fair play. Yeah. It's not I from a like, like, like I, yeah. Like the desire is Don't there to do it. It's just, yeah, the desire is absolutely. I would sit down tomorrow and I'll sit down as soon as we recording and happily enjoy every minute as much as I did the first time around. It's just the time it takes for that one compared yeah, to this. There's so many other games I'm wanting to play at the moment that uh, you know a, a replay of something is pretty unlikely these days. And the thought of yeah, having to do that there. last level again. Oh my! God. <laughs> it's so much fun. That which one on the darker side of the moon? That that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, but yeah. that just. By the time you get to the... Well, you, when you, you do it, it's... Yeah. yeah. You've got 30, 40 hours in the game, haven't you? And, like, yeah, it's a challenge. I mean, it took me a kind of good hour, hour and a half of failing before I did it. But, mm. I mean, it's... Uh, what an incredible game that was. I mean, that that game is six years old. Yeah. I know. Wow. Can you believe it? Coming up for seven. 
Mm. Well, he needs a new Mario Odyssey. Maybe, maybe we'll cover that in some uh, 2024 previews later. Well, yeah, <laughs> later on. Anything else, Andy, or is, is that you then, mate? No, that's it. No, thanks. It was just, yeah, like I say, a very enjoyable little festive period, kind of everything that sort of you hope them to be, really. It was good, really nice. Good, good. So I suppose if if Andy is the ball, I was the arsehole, I've gone up the gooch, <laughs> and Andy's the balls, I'm coming over to my left. Am I, groin, I, I could be, am I going to be, I could be one of the balls, we could have, I could have a little <laughs> yeah. testicle. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You could, yeah, oh you good could, lord, what am I going to be? You could be the, well, groin, the groin, the sweaty the, groin. I'm the left ball it seems, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or me, me and you, we, we've got our nice shaved heads here, Jim, I think we should be the mm. testicles and then it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mads well thank you for that you, uh, beautiful beautiful introduction <laughs> so how, how's my festive period been it's been good I've, I've been uh, in Sweden with the kids uh, walking in the forest with the dog and there was like four or five inches of snow so there was some cross country skiing and uh, yeah it was white Christmas all good but uh, gaming wise I, I haven't actually been up too much um I, I finally, finally, finally finished Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We'll talk about that later, won't we, Chris, on the RA episode? Uh, we will, mate. I'm sure we've both got some stuff to say. <laughs> probably my least favorite LucasArts game ever. Yeah, um, yeah. And and uh, it, it really ripped some uh, some some long forgotten childhood trauma out in the open again, but. Uh, I finished it, and there are parts I really like, parts I really don't like, but uh, we'll talk about that on, on Retro Asylum. And I feel good that I finally finished it because I, I do love my LucasArts adventure game. So it's it's been it's been uh, a bad feeling all these years not having finished this one. Um, but uh, yeah, finally, finally got there, even with the fist fights. So yeah, nice. We we talked about I can't remember what it was. It was when was I think it was when I was on an RA episode this year and we mentioned about like putting games up to the pub to the public and and the problems that that causes because was it <laughs> when you when you uh, let people make a choice because what was it it was banjo kazooie what was the other one lemmings well, christmas Matt- lemmings wasn't it christmas lemmings yeah. banjo kazooie and they were the three i think it was just the three wasn't it i thought there was four From recollection yeah, I thought it was four as well. I, I can't remember right now. Yeah, I can't and, remember uh, what the last one was. Was Cannon Fodder the last, there as well? The last Cannon Fodder, yes. I think it might have been. Yeah. Although Matt's well and truly championed Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. I, I really wanted mm. to play that. I did. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That's all right. We've got a good point and click coming up, hopefully. At the very least, it wasn't a racing game on the Xbox, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you enough. say the problem is with democracy, Matt? It's that everybody else gets to vote. It's, it's, it's so that was what I was trying to get at. Yeah, that was what I was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. You should have gone with Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish we had. Although, given oh, what may be coming go. up in January, I'm now kind of glad that we didn't. Because uh, I think going from that to Donkey Kong Country may be a little too much rare in in one one Ooh. go for me. Spoilers, is it? Well, the vote's live. Oh, is it? Oh, I've not seen it. I don't think it's been pushed on the socials yet, but it's uh, it's certainly live. Oh, on, Donkey Kong Country is an absolute banger. Is that a clear leader at the is. moment? Is it? 
Um, it was like when I checked earlier this morning, it was by three from Mads. What else is there? There's Burnout 3. What, what's, what's the other game that's up for the vote? Um, On Pac-Land. the Xbox. Another Xbox racer. <laughs> yeah. Mad, Mads has already said if that wins, he's not going to play. He's out. <laughs> Pac-Land, yeah. isn't it, Mads? <laughs> oh, he's already... <laughs> so, with the, the, the mere mention of another Xbox racer, and he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's left he's playthrough now. <laughs> Listeners, Mads has just uh, Mads has dropped out. This is all a bit rough and ready, so... No need to uh, mess around with Edison this app. Mads has disappeared for a minute. So, so we got uh, what? What was the other one? Bad, Badland? Uh, Packland. Packland. Oh, okay. Was mm. in the 2D arcade game, Packland, or like yeah. one of the so, 3D remakes? No, Packland, the original. Uh, because what the, oh, the okay, theme yeah. was, and again, so so Mark Kit, Mark Billand, has wanted to take the helm on getting the... Uh, so he came <laughs> well, up with ins- the theme. some booze here. Well, it was a good uh, boo, Mark. Mark the judge, Judge Mark, um, Judge Rinder. He um, he had the idea actually of doing a forty. So, given it's January, going nineteen eighty four, nineteen ninety four, two thousand and four, um, and and I thought that was a good idea. So, what we did, we each suggested three games, and then we because we haven't had time to record a normally we do a short list anyone who listens to retro salad would know all this we normally do a short list episode where we whittle a long list down to a short list and the short list goes through to the vote but because with it being over christmas we didn't have time to record a short list episode so we just actually left it to the other ra judges to uh out of our long list to come up with a short list and they did uh, and that was packland for 84 donkey kong country for 94 and Burnout 3 for 2004. I had Doom 3 was my nod for oh, 2004. Nice. How good would that have been? Yeah, yeah. Um, Do these guys, did they even recognise, were they aware of these games existing or were they just picking random names with the, so like the post No, they knew, releases? yeah. So so we gave them three for 1984, three for 1994 and three for 2004. Yeah, no. I say, like, did they did they did they know anything about the post two thousand releases? Do they exist in there? Yeah, worlds? well, they don't. I mean, we had the we had the boring discussion of what retro, <laughs> which ne- never failed <laughs> to pour me to tears. You um, but you knew it was we coming. Had to point out, well, we had to point out that two thousand and four was twenty years ago, and in two thousand and four, twenty years before was. Mm. Uh, you know, was 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 uh, 1984. Yeah. Um, and in 2004, we would have considered the Spectrum, the C64, pretty retro, right? So, mm. um, you know, it's it's the same old conversation. But and it, what I always say is, what is retro is individual to to an individual, right? It, retro yeah. retro is a feeling. It's like nostalgia. It's not a recognised thing. It's a feeling. Yeah, so um, I forgot what I was saying now because Mads is back. Hello again, Mads. Hello, Mads. Hello. We were just Hello. announcing Burnout 3 is the winner. I'm talking about yeah, how Burnout yes, Mads yes, was wonderful. forward to playing it. Yeah. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, well, we were just saying that it kind of sparked the whole kind of what is retro conversation a little bit, didn't it, on the uh, amongst the RA hosts. But, um, yeah, it's all good. Look, I mean, th- there are some people amongst the Retro Asylum listenership that will consider 
GameCube, Xbox, PS2, Retro, and that's fine. I think we need to cater for that section of the listener base, even though, certainly for me, Burnout 3, Doom 3, feels feel like modern games, and I think they do for Mads as well. Yeah, definitely. But, but for some, for some they won't. I mean, for some, they'll be the games that, that they grew up with, so that's cool, and yeah. it's good that we can... Uh, we can give them some love as well. It's just a shame Doom Three isn't up, up for the vote. <laughs> been, yes, that would have yes. been. Well, that's joke. because uh, we made the huge mistake of asking three mindless uh, people on our, our on our <laughs> channel to actually pick our votes. So yeah. <laughs> they're our fellow they're our fellow hosts, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the, the mindless drones that can only play stuff where you need to turn off your brain and just you know race in a car or shoot shit. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're having some right fun over on Retro Sardin since the 8-Bit Wars, I tell you. <laughs> Meltdowns. <laughs> cool. Chris, what else you been, what have you been up to there, mate? Unless you've got anything else, Mads, we, we kind of lost you, didn't we, mid-catch-up, mid, uh, so. Yeah, no, not not much else apart from, uh, I'll, I'll just excuse to the listeners the storm that's going on behind me, so uh, mm. you'll probably that hear that. Ferric, actually, mate. Was Ferric. It is. Um, so I, I had a couple of dates in Germany before Christmas, which was nice. I've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with Christmas. I, I really, really enjoy the build-up to Christmas. I enjoy all the excitement of, you know, the things that kind of go on around Christmas. I've got young kids as well. They're not as young as they used to be, obviously. Um, but So mine are now 13 and 10, so it's not quite the same. Don't have nativities and all yeah. those kind of good stuff that you get with the really young ones. But I still really enjoy that whole excitement, you know, the build-up. Yeah. But I like Christmas, Christmas itself. I don't know. I get a bit fed up. I get a bit bored. You know, I kind of wish for... You know, you have all these ideas, don't you, like, to break from work. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. Yeah, you know, I'm going to play this. I'm going to uh, build yeah, this. Like, and, or, yeah. and then the reality is it lasts two or three days, and it's you don't have any time and I kind of always end up feeling a little bit uh, and in this Meronium period I'm really glad we do although we you know we've done some lovely things you know today we went to see Disney on Ice in the in the O2 in London and that was that was good uh so I've done some really nice things but I I don't know I um I I kind of start to crave a little bit of normality to be honest and I really really like January I love that sense of renewal you know me Mads I love the first of everything so I love yes. like I love it being like you know what what what's the what's the first game you're going to play in the new year you know Liverpool how long can they go before they lose in the new year and and <laughs> I love like I love that feeling of renewal so yeah. actually once once kind of Christmas day comes and goes I actually almost wish this period away I kind of like oh, I just want to get to January the first now and just and just crack on yeah um do you know what I mean? Like, oh, totally. No, I think it's relationship kind of, with Christmas. No, totally. I think the day itself can never live up to the expectations. I think you kind of put so much weight and expectation no. on it. So, we've just started trying to enjoy more the kind of the, the season and the time around it. And yeah, like a lot of that means just for us from a timing perspective, it is almost kind of starting the Christmas stuff mid-November, just so that you're not yeah hammering it and just trying to squeeze in as much as possible. And it just loses the whole point where it either becomes stressful or it feels like a chore. And you yeah. know, especially it's. It's not. It's just. It's actually a very enjoyable time of year. But we've just done as much as possible to kind of take the pressure off on the day itself of just sort of having a more straightforward meal and just kind of I don't know, just trying to avoid things that take up too much of your time because it is. It's a. It's a very full on period, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, it's all too much. I mean, we, we had this idea that we'd go to Germany for a couple of days. So just a couple of days before Christmas, went out to Germany and we had... The idea was we'd go and see the Christmas markets and we went to a place called Lübeck. Am I pronouncing that right, Max? Lübeck. 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 So we went to uh, Lübeck, which is only about 200 miles away from Mads. It felt tantalisingly close to to Aarhus, um, <laughs> but probably not close enough. Uh, and it was nice, and it was really nice, but it was like a whole day's travelling to get there and a whole day's travelling back for what was essentially a day out. Uh, and that was a long way to go for a day out. Mm. So uh, we won't be doing that again, even though it was really nice. And I'm not really sure it kind of it, it achieved what we wanted it to achieve in terms of, um, you know, kind of getting us into the Christmas mood. In fact, if anything, I think it caused a bit of stress. Um, but anyway, that's what we did. Uh, Christmas-wise, I got a, you know, the Atari uh, VCS Lego set. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is which is very cool. Um I didn't even ask for that. It wasn't even on my. It wasn't on my list. Um, nice. Did you did you fix the um, the NES one after I came around and broke it? You didn't break it, did you? <laughs> I thought I broke it when I was like turning the handle to sort of make Mario run. Oh no, no, that was broke when I did. That was broke from when I when I did it. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes me feel a bit better then. Yeah, no, so it was broke. It was always like that. So, yeah, you just, I think I stopped you from trying, you would have broken it had you tried to turn the handle that doesn't turn. It just made it even more broke. <laughs> you would have made it even more broken. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's cool. So, I've got that to work my way through over the next few months. I've still got my N64 block, you know, these Mario 64 kind of question mark block to do. Mm. Um, and I also got, which is very cool, I'm going to hold this up. Sorry, my audio looks on funny. Um, but. I also got, I'm holding it up for the other house. The, ah, the, the Hyrule story. Historia, yes. Mm, the Hyrule nice. Historia, yeah. Yep. Nice. So, uh, that, that was a book I've once, that was a book I've once had to my collection for a while. So that's, and that is amazing. That's a lovely tome. That's some it great is. artwork in there and yeah. um, some, some really good stuff. So yeah, I've had a really nice Christmas. What have I been playing? So finished off Doki Doki. Quite quickly, I reckon I spent about six or seven hours on that to include the side stories. Yeah, sounds so, about right. Uh, so I'm I'm ready to record, boys. I could do it. I could do it. Yeah, now. me too. Do it after this. <laughs> um, so hopefully we we might we'll be able to squeeze that in next week. Um, polished off. Oh God, did I did I hammer Final Fantasy Five? So um, over kind of after finishing work, those few days before Christmas, I really got my teeth into Final Fantasy Five. And uh, polished that off. Uh, really enjoyed that. Ready now for six, which is for me one of the greatest games of all time. And uh, that's pretty much it. I've been playing some stuff for the new season of Kane and Rinse, which I can't talk about, which is really annoying. Um, I can't really say what I've been playing, but I've been playing a couple of games for that. Finish those, and they're ready for uh, ready for some new stuff. Yeah, so that's it really. Um, we've had a few technical problems, so we've been off the call for a couple of minutes but uh <laughs> hopefully this will all segue nicely and uh that's what i was doing over christmas what about you jimbo yeah being yeah busy i'm just gonna say we've been we've been buffering again mads <laughs> <laughs> yeah we bu- mads were buffering yeah, yeah i'll buffer you <laughs> 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 we did, I did actually say, well, we'll try, we'll try um, a little bit of me host. We'll see if like me hosting it makes a difference. That's, mm. that's not. I don't think that's actually a thing, Jim. <laughs> so there, there we are. It makes us feel better when we try, and then it's, uh, it's when it starts yeah. working. We can we can claim we we managed to fix it. 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. So I've uh, I've been mostly around home really for Christmas. We had a day up in Nottingham, uh, but yeah, like just doing the family side of things. Really, I had, I was a similar sort of position as you, Chris. I had aspirations. I was going to play this, that, and the other. And oh, go so fast. Yeah, it's just gone out the window. I was I was saying to Kate this morning, like I can't remember the last time I actually came in here and sat in front of the TV and and. I'm sat playing a game. Um, the the sort of bit of gaming I have done really what, what is did, what did Kate what did Kate say to that? She's just sort of tutted and rolls her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help that she was back at work today as well. So and there's me oh, moaning about not, not being able to come in and play games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's gonna get you're gonna get no sympathy. Yeah, no sympathy, and maybe a knee in the gooch. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the games that I have been able to play have all been sort of handheld games, really. So I got, I have, I picked up a couple of, um, a couple of bits over Christmas. So just before Ooh, Christmas, yeah. I got my hands on a on a Steam Deck OLED. Lovely, yes. lovely. very very nice bit of kit. Is access yeah. obviously to all that all that Steam library and all those sort of back that back catalogue and. The thing that I've probably sank the most time into is uh, Zeke's Peak, which is for anyone who doesn't know what that is. It's a so if you can remember ice cold beer, which they've got at yeah, Arcade yeah. Club. Yeah. So it's that mechanical sort of. If you imagine like a vertical pinball table with a load of holes in it, certain holes have got numbers. I think it's like one to ten, and you yeah. move uh, move a bar up this up the table, up the pinball table. And you have to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So um, yeah. Zeke's Peak is basically like a software, a digital version of that, but it's got all the sounds okay. of uh, ice cold beer. There's loads of other tables as well, um, and so yeah, I've just been I've been been playing that uh, a lot. Did you hear about that? Was that really ten pence arcade? No. So when we were last at Arcade Club earlier this year, it was yeah. Mitsuyama. Uh, we were playing. I was there the night before everyone else, and me and Mitsuyama were playing uh, Ice Cold Beer. And I was like, I can't believe this has like never been released like on a, on a modern console. And he's like, Oh, it's on Steam Deck on, on Steam, I think. So we did a, did a look, and yeah, there it is. Added it to the wish list, and there it is. Yeah, it's and it works. Round nineteen on Steam. It, it yeah, and it works surprisingly well as well. It looks good. Yeah, Jim. I feel like you've yeah, abandoned was... me in the. Uh, uh, you're, you're you're slowly sliding over to the dark side. You're you're stepping away from the world of plug and play with your, uh, with your with your Steam Deck. Sell it to no, me. No, because well, no, because I counterbalanced it, didn't I? So I got an analog pocket before True. that and a portal before that. So I have like rinsed my <laughs> my gaming account is rinsed <laughs> empty. There is nothing left in there, but it, even the moths have gone. <laughs> <laughs> So sell the Steam Deck to Andy, Jim. I mean, I I think it is very much a plug and play device. Wouldn't you it is. So yeah. So it's it's as technical as you want to make it. To be honest, so everything that I've Not tried all, just works. Every everything works on the deck. It, as long as it's um, as long as it doesn't say like in, well, I say even if you don't say it doesn't say incompatible because I've had I've been playing on um, a game that's apparently is incompatible, but it works fine. Which game's that? Uh, that's Zeke's Peak. Oh, it said it was oh. either incompatible or untested. Okay. Mm. 
I think I yeah, I think it was untested now. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It might be untested. Um but, but it, it works fine, me. absolutely fine. You can go into your settings and sliders if you want, but I've not touched any well, of that. Well that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, it, so you have been able just to sit down and play it without getting lost in sort of endless yeah. options and settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, I, 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 even though I'm a PC game, I don't want to faff along with the settings and, and stuff. And yeah, I, I never, I never check any settings or anything on my Steam Deck. I just uh, install the games and play it. Yeah, yeah, and and even the uh, so I got a little dock, which I was really, I was surprised how cheap that was. Just a little dock off off Amazon. You drop it in, connect the cable on the top. It pops up on your TV. Connect it with an Xbox controller, and you might as well be playing a, a console. But then you've got yeah. that takeaway for the with the deck as well. So that's that's how I'm gonna do um Dark Souls. I was yeah. gonna play it on yeah. the PlayStation on the on the PS5. Mm-hmm. So I've got a PS4 version that I'm probably not gonna play now. And my thinking was that if I can if I wanna play it away from the console, I can play it on the portal. But I'm away in Germany for a couple of weeks at the start of next year when we're gonna be playing Dark Souls and i I don't so I'm away for like a week in January and a week in February. I don't mm. want to rely on the internet working in in a foreign like in another yeah. in a foreign country in, in a hotel. Yeah, there's too many unknowns there, especially for a game like Dark Souls, where it's going to be reliant on on lag free gaming. So yeah, so you, you can probably play the remastered version on the Steam Deck. Yes, that's you can buy the, that. The, yeah. Okay, the Prepare to Die edition, which is the well, the closest to the original you can get uh, playing on, on the PC. Um, I actually think there's something that makes that not work on the Steam Deck for some reason. I don't think you can buy that edition now. You, though, it's not for mind? sale on Steam. Okay, I have it in my in my library, and I, I I feel certain I tried installing it on the Steam Deck, and there was some weirdness there. But oh well. Yeah, it's not for sale yeah, on well, Steam. I don't think. Yeah, unless unless you got it when it was for sale, you can't. You can no longer buy it. I mean, there mm. may well be ways and means of getting hold of it, of course. But yeah. you certainly can't go onto the Steam store and buy that edition anymore. Okay. Yeah, but n- no, I th- I think Annie, because you were talking about a while ago, you were talking about getting a, a gaming laptop, weren't you? Yeah. Um, yep. And I, I don't know. Like, obviously, you get a gaming laptop, and you've got the, the PC side of it for for everything else, the office works, and all the rest of it. If you're just going to get it for for gaming, then I definitely think the Steam Deck's a, an option you should look at. Because yeah, I've been really surprised with it's just it's just like a powerful switch with a few more options. To be honest, and you've got all that all the emulation stuff on there. So yeah. I've had uh, the Dreamcast stuff run up and running. I've had uh, GameCube stuff up and running. Really straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would say it's a consoleized PC. Mm. That's how that, I put that, it as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, fully you, open. You can drop it into desktop mode, and you can do everything yeah. that you want uh, that you could do on a regular PC. But you can also just have it in the Steam OS mode and have that nice UI that that they have there for you, and have a console experience if you want. Yeah, and I tell you what, Andy, there's a brilliant. It used to be a Facebook account, but I think they've gone onto YouTube now. I hope it's still going. I haven't looked at any of their stuff for a little while, but there's a there's a there was a Facebook group called Pixel Deck, uh, and they they took a game every couple of days, and they tested it, and they worked out the, the optimal settings 
for Steam Deck. So they would do all the AAA releases that, that were being released and they would test it and they would then publish the optimal settings. So if you were someone who thought, right, I want to get the best visual output for this game from the Steam Deck, if Pixel Deck have covered it, and I think they covered about 200 games, if Pixel Deck have covered it, bring it up on Pixel Deck, copy the settings, and you're away. And that's the only time I've ever messed up. And the only game I did that for was Resident Evil 3, the remake of Resi 3. Uh, and that looked absolutely incredible right. on the Steam Deck after I messed around with those settings. I've been surprised at how much of the new re- newly released stuff is, is all verified as well. I was expecting yeah. it to not be quite so so prominent in like the like how like Mortal Kombat 1 that's all verified mm. which you go back and check my Mortal Kombat 11 that's not being verified obviously they want to yeah. force you into buying the new one but like Street Fighter 6 is verified these things yeah. are sold like crazy so the developers definitely know that yeah. there are lots of Steam decks out there so they, they verify and test it themselves yeah, yeah. But yeah, like like yeah. Chris, you say, Chris, if you leave it in the in the Steam OS mode, it's it's just no different to a Switch, really. Yeah, yeah, just a, I agree. a bigger, I think bigger, beefier uh, Switch. Yeah, I think it's it's almost an essential purchase. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Andy. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking around, and three pictures are up on my screen here with the three of you leading back in your armchairs. It's like it's like an inverse addicts group here that I'm sitting in. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you all sitting very nicely smiling away and nodding and telling me to, it's okay to do it. Just keep doing the drugs. It's fine. No, nothing bad will happen. You're okay. You're in a safe place. <laughs> mm. we're, not e- we're not even saying it's okay. We're saying you must. Yeah, uh, it's, I heard essential. <laughs> So that's uh, yeah, yep, uh, yeah. Yep. It's essential that you yeah. continue with this destructive behaviour. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> my my reasoning was uh, the only hardware I want next year is a Switch Two, and that's not even being confirmed. So there might not even be a hardware purchase next year. He says. <laughs> we should record Jim saying on December the 28th there will not be a hardware purchase next year apart from the Steam Deck 2 this is the guy who's bought three pieces of hardware in the last four weeks Yes. Yeah. and what I'm hearing is that I've basically got three days to buy a Steam Deck so that it's basically within this calendar year and then that, yes. and then that would free up yeah. next calendar year to buy and then I've only bought one piece of hardware next year mm. yeah there you go, mate. See, it all comes together. It right. all clicks, doesn't it? So in summary, it's essential that I buy a Steam Deck within three days. Got you. Thank you. Pretty much. I will caveat Gabe that, Newell, though. Gabe Newell will deliver it himself on the 31st. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 11.59, I'll get a knock at the door. <laughs> I will caveat, though, that the two games that I've put the most time in, apart from Doki Doki, the two games which I played on the Switch, the two games that I've put the most time into over Christmas have been, uh, one's been a Game Boy Color game and the other one's been a Game Boy Advance game. And they've both been on the analog pocket, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got it there for everything, though. And it's, it's more particularly for on the, exactly. the RA side of things as well, is that you've pretty much between what yeah. we've got and then up with that, you've, you've got effectively everything covered at that point, don't you? Yeah. But I know, yeah, I know things, um, like, things like Emu Deck for the emulation. I play Final Fantasy V on it. You know, forty hours of that. Mm. You know, and it gives you a lovely little SNES bezel. You don't even need to download any of this stuff. It sets up the best scanline filter. Man, it, it just like does it all, and it's so easy to do that. 
sometimes you think, God, do I even really want to bother with that, with the analog pocket and the mister? Yeah. I'm really starting to wonder whether I even need any of this hardware anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. True. Yeah. I'm going to do a bit more research on it. I can promise you that much. Watch some videos, mate. Watch some videos. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Join us. Join us in the dark side of PC gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So any exciting gaming-related gifts, Jim? Um, well, you know, we were chatting earlier about getting, like, relatives, asking relatives to buy you, like, gaming-related bits and pieces. I uh, I ended up getting... Let me just lean over. There we go. So it is a arcade stick for the Vectrex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't oh, get nice. much more of a... And a deep cut than that, do you? But uh, I, it, so it was made by you know Vic, who does uh, the oh, ten pence yeah. arcade. So yeah, yeah. So it's one of one of his Vectrex uh, sticks. But I, I obviously asked him for to, to for it, and and then you know from cake sort of thing. But just so he makes them to order, does he? Pretty much. Well, he but he had this one, and a couple of others were going spare that he'd be messed around by people not getting back to him yeah. they'd ordered one and then gone cold on him uh, yeah. so so it was there i was like yeah i love it um yeah nice but yeah so it just made me th- it, it i'd love to have heard the conversation between like kate and vic <laughs> if she'd have like been the one to sort of order it and that would have been comedy gold that individuals from different worlds that huh? oh absolutely yeah yeah but that would have made for like comedy gold yeah, uh, yeah, I like Vic, but uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah. I can't imagine uh, uh, yeah someone who's probably yeah uh, he, who's as non-gamer as you can get chatting yeah. to him must have been uh, would have been quite funny. Yeah, it, it reminds me of my, Christmas related. It reminds me of my nana. I got a Mega Drive for Christmas one year, and she came around to see this. I was I've got a Mega Drive with uh, Sonic, and all, all my brother and I still laugh about it. She came around to our house and asked us if she if, if she would come upstairs and see our Sega Mega. <laughs> Would you like to show me your Sega Mega? <laughs> so we, we still call the Mega Drive the Sega Mega. <laughs> Bless them. Bless. Yeah, Back when everything was either a Sega or a Nintendo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, she bought me yeah. a copy of eSWAT as well. So I did wonder. I had visions of her wandering Ooh, into a okay. gaming shop and picking nice. up a copy of eSWAT at like 75 yeah. years of age. She's yeah. a discerning woman. Yeah, mm. indeed. <laughs> My mum always referred to Luke Skywalker as Sky Luke Warmer, <laughs> which I thought was a classic. <laughs> <laughs> the Luke Warmers. <laughs> so have you tested that arcade stick yet, Jim? I have, mate. Yeah, I've tested it on uh, Viazon, which was a yeah. game I bought, I think it was this year. Um, the, one of the modern there, uh, one of the games, modern ones, yeah, from Minsoft. So that's like it's like the uh, Gallagher Space Invaders type. You know, uh, you're at the bottom yeah. of the screen, vertical shooting. Um, I'm sure Dean's posted a video of it. In I our, think he has. RH yeah, I think point, he. Yeah. I think he picked one up at the cave. Actually, I think he was. Mm. He was at the cave at the same time as the guy who runs Minsoft, the the, the dev. Yeah. It's just one guy, I think, that, that does it all. Um, and he'd got a cocktail cabinet that he'd turned... There was a Vectrex that he'd turned into a cocktail cabinet with with the game running. Yeah, yeah. very very nice. nice. But yeah, no, it works really very well nice. with that, what I've, what I've tried on it, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Very it takes nice. it to a next level. You know when you've got that, the overlay on there and, and yeah. everything else. So I'm, all, I'm already thinking, do I about projects for next year so like one of the projects i've got i've got a spare uh switch dock 
and an old 22 inch TV. So I'm thinking, do I I'm about maybe making like a little sort of bar top pinball table uh, to play like digital pinballs on. And then the other one is, do I dare risk nice. taking the Vectrex apart again to do a buzz off kit and in, and do the speaker upgrade. So you can do it. Use like a little kit you can get where you can plug in yeah. um, uh, like proper speakers in, into it. You know, okay. if you're like an audio jack. Yeah, and get some some beefy sounds out of it. So, yeah, I'm mulling if, but I don't know whether I can bring myself. It's all it's working beautifully at the moment. If I take it, best time to do it, Jim. Yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, don't touch it, mate. So yeah, I'm, I'm mulling that one over. I think I'll go for the pinball before I uh, before I take the Vetrex apart again. Very exciting. But, yeah, but yeah, no, I did finish. Um, there's a. I know, I know. Uh, you you into your Game Boy game, so. Check out, there's one called Wendy Every Which Way. I don't know if you've heard of that. But that's a game, is it? Or? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is on the like, this is um, the, on the Game Boy Color. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, no, Chris, it's not a dodgy like, adult <laughs> movie. It sounds, right? like of, it sounds like one of Rousey's. It does, yeah. it does doesn't it? Check this, these this things podcast up is, yeah. uh, <laughs> is taking a turn for the worst, isn't it? This, yeah. Is it a visual novel, Bob, perchance? Yeah. It's not, no, mate. No, it's, it's a 2D platformer <laughs> with a little, like, a little trialed witch. Oh. Yeah. yeah, is it um, a visual novel perchance? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, two D platformer uh, from way forward. So you know the ones who did like Shantae and, and all the rest yeah. of it. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like an early way forward game from like two thousand and one. It only takes about nice. an hour to play through. Definitely give that a go. That was on. Uh, that good. Yeah, I found out about that on Retro Game Squad. So when I got the pocket, oh, they've yeah. got a couple of uh, Game Boy episodes, one covering the 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 the, the old Game Boy, um, the DMG, and then the other one is covering Game Boy Pocket, uh, Pocket Game Boy Color, should I say? Yeah, Game Boy Color. Yeah. So it's a Game Boy Color game, and obviously it just looks amazing. I've got me, uh, I've got my little Easy Flash working as well now. Nice. So yeah. It's yeah, all good, all great. good on that. And then the other one, because obviously Banjo Kazooie didn't get picked for the RA Game Club, and I want to, I want to play Banjo Tooie. And I think I, re- I remember reading somewhere that it had been approved for the Nintendo Online. Yeah, but it, obviously it's not come out yet. So in the me, I thought, well, I've never played the GBA version to uh, Grunty's Revenge. So I don't know if anyone yeah. else has played that. So yeah, I've, I've not played I've, it. So I've been playing that. I'm near the end now. Um, it's basically just an isometric scale, you know, sort of things. I would have scaled down isometric version of the N64 games. It's all there, like the music, the characters, the moves. Yeah, just in a little sort of scaled down Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, it's good. Really enjoying it. So yeah, that that was that was my Christmas all um all, all wrapped up, as it were. So I suppose, nice. yeah, we ought to get into the, the meat of the episode now, I suppose, aren't we? This is where it yeah. could go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We better, these are the most drawn-out waffles we've ever made, actually. So They are, they are, yeah. <laughs> well, we got, we had, to be fair, we got told our last waffle wasn't waffly enough. So. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah. We're going on full-on waffles. We're going yeah. full waffles. A Christmas-sized yes. portion before the diet mm. starts. Nice. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone, anyone doing any, like, dry Januaries or anything like that? I'll no. take the silence. My December as a new. hasn't been wet at all. <laughs> I take that as a new. New. Right. 
So cast your mind back to January 2023, if you can. We were playing Red Dead Redemption. We were watching The Last of Us on TV. I was amazed. Was that January? It was. I was amazed when I look back. Because I, 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 like, I look back at what we were doing in January. Obviously, we were playing Red Dead. But then I remember we were talking about Last of Us. And I was like, Did I look back at when it, yeah, and it released in January. Oh, man. It feels like I can't a believe life, it was that long ago. It feels like a lifetime ago, did it? Well, in some ways it does, but in some ways it feels like it was not. I got, I can still remember so much of it so vividly that it's hard to believe it was almost a year ago. Mm. Well, and as well, so the plug had just been pulled on Google Stadia, which I was amazed yes. that that was this year. I did not. Yeah, have, yeah. well. Is that because it felt like it had been dying for since probably, it launched? Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Do you know anybody who actually used Google Stadia? I had Dave, one friend. Strikes Three, Dave Dave Jarman. Yeah, he, he had Did a he? Google Stadia, yeah. He swore it said it was really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. He said it, well, I think everyone said it worked, didn't they? It just, it was everything, it was everything. And and to be fair, the portal for me has, has worked okay. Um, I've used Game Pass on the Steam Deck, and that's of you not playing local games on through Game Pass. It's all the cloud-based stuff, but that's worked fine. So I think tech-wise, I mean, and obviously this is very much local network dependent, but I think tech-wise it probably is there. But for Stadia, it was just everything else around it that that wasn't quite up to up to it. You still get control lag and you get the uh, odd dip in quality, I guess. You do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Because it can't really buffer that kind of thing. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's buffering. Um, but yeah, so when we're talking about the games for this year, I think because we only had one episode of Red Dead out in December 2022. I'm gonna cover that. We'll, we'll 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 cover that as well. Okay. If, unless anyone else has got any issues with that. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Cool. Uh, so I suppose what should we do first? So I've basically what I've got in front of me is a few bullet points. Shall we go? Let's headlines. Let's go with headlines. So okay, I'll give you a few headlines from 2023. And then if you want to chip in with any comment, conversation, or add any more headlines, go for it. So I've, the biggest one, obviously, is it's got to be Microsoft, hasn't it? Buying, buying Activision um, for, was it, $69 billion. Uh, if, if you believe Phil Spencer, it's basically to put Candy Crush on onto Game Pass. <laughs> Just what we've always wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I, I I struggle to care too much about this. Well, do you guys have any? I mean, it's been a sixty-nine billion's a lot of money, isn't it? For 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 um, lots of IP that they're buying. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for I me personally, that. it's a lot of. For me, it's a lot of irrelevant IP. I don't really play the Call of Duty games. I know they do. They obviously do like Diablo on like the Blizzard side of stuff, but I don't play the, the Diablo. Um, I oh, I haven't. I've played a little bit of Diablo three. 
I don't play Spyro or Crash. Do you know what I mean? So for me, there's a lot of IP that I don't really have any any sort of want to go and play. I don't know about anyone else, but. Yeah, I think it was so drawn out over the course of the year as well that, mm. it, I mean, it pretty much took the entire year for the deal to happen, didn't it? So that by the time it did, it kind of, it wasn't like it was a sort of a shock news story or anything, but I don't know. I, I think it's maybe, and it's don't, I, I completely understand it's a very privileged position to be in and I'm, I'm very well aware of that, but I think we're all in the same boat where we've yeah. got access to most of the system. So like stuff like this is kind of lost to me a wee bit. Yeah. It's not, I'm not an Xbox or a Sony fanboy. So if it's the case that, whatever gets bought or whatever a title ends up on, I, I will probably have some means of playing it. So like the, the implications aren't actually that great, I don't think. I, you know, obviously people working in these studios might feel otherwise, and I don't know kind of what the long-term implications for them are, but in terms of the games will continue to get released and I will continue to have access yeah. to them. So as to who ultimately is writing the checks for it, it's kind of, it's all a bit abstract to me. Yeah. Do you know what I would say, though? $69 billion is a lot of money. Can we please keep people in jobs? Well, you would hope well, so, Well, this yeah. is it, isn't it? <laughs> it's I mean, it. yeah. Because there's, there's been far too much of that, given how much money is, you know, and I'm, I, look, I don't understand enough about each of the individual instances. Uh, there's been far too many to, to count, far too many to go through this year, and I can't even pretend to remotely know anything about any of them. So I'm not going to talk about specific examples, but... There's far too many people losing their jobs in the industry, yeah. which appears to generate a hell of a lot of money these days. Now, unless unless that money is disappearing into a large black hole somewhere, it, it, it does feel like we ought to be able to keep we as in the human race or to be able to keep people in jobs within the video game industry. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, particularly when it's you know, it's when these these franchises and IPs are doing on the surface at least are doing the, and these companies are doing so well and making so much money. Um, but as, as you say, I don't know that I don't know kind of like the background financials to any of it. But no. yeah, it does seem to be very sort of quite a sort of transient industry in the sense that you're kind of you're good for it whilst you're making the big you know you're making the big title and then as soon as it's released and the it's cashed in is it sort of it's uh yeah sort of a, a degree of expendability to it all which is you know i know for myself is it kind of you know very fortunate so far at least to have worked in an industry where you know you've kind of you've, you've got a career with a company and it's very mm. sad to think that you know people that are are producing these things that we enjoy so much and put so much time into and get so much out of mm. aren't enjoying that or it's not even a luxury it's, you know, it should really be a kind of a bit of a basic is that if you're in a well-performing company that you would hope that they would look after you and keep you on because ultimately you're the one who's in some shape or form is contributing to what's ultimately you know is uh is is where that money is being made isn't it yeah, yeah. I mean, don't know about you guys, but you know, I want to play. Obviously, want to play good video games, but I want to play video games that are made by happy people as well. Yeah, like mm. I don't want people flogged to within an inch of their lives to to produce a video game. Yeah, I don't care whether it hits a release date. I don't care how late it is. Um, yeah, provided that the people who make it are looked after and are well paid and are happy, I would much rather play a game that's made by happy people 12 months after I expected to play it. 
Yeah, yeah, I think sadly we're in the minority. <laughs> so if you go sure. into if you go into X or anything these days, when there you know there's any sort of mention of a delay or you know sort of a feature that's been dropped, whatever it is, it's just uh, there's mm. um, yeah. That's why you should never go to X, no, Facebook, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, keep away from Reddit and, and whatnot. Mm. But yeah. like, like, it seems to me now that a lot of publishers are. You know, the GTA 6 trailer was was an example of this. Like they're they're not really pinning down release dates anymore, no. or at least not until much closer. Or it feels like it will only get release date when the game is pretty much ready. I mean, GTA yeah. 6 was 2025, wasn't it? I mean that that that's a 12 month window for that game to release. And you know, I, I love it. I, I love it when we're watching like the game awards or something and it's like it releases next week i love that it's like yes the game is obviously finished and it's ready and it's ready to be released yeah it's not just software though is it like you look this year we've had like the the oled uh, steam deck sort of just dropped out of nowhere the ps5 slim that just sort of snuck out from from nowhere i, I don't think there was yep. much of a lead up for the portal there was maybe what a month or two um I was just gonna, yeah. PSVR 2, that came out in February, but I, was there much of a lead up to that? I don't remember there being... I think it was announced. I announced think we pre-ordered them at the end of 2022, didn't we? Yeah. I think it was like sort of October, I think about October, November time of 22 was kind of when they started making mentions of the pre-order window. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but you feel like with hardware, it's different. Like I reckon, like, I reckon the Switch 2 is ready. Yeah. I reckon they could they could release that Switch Two next week if they wanted to. It's Obviously, not going to be it's not going to be bleeding edge technology that's in it. So it's stuff that has you know has been around for a while. There's plenty of it, yeah. and they know that the numbers are going to sell it in as well. So I think it's. Um, I I suspect they are anxiously awaiting the holiday sales data for the Switch, and I think if we if there is a significant drop off year on year in Switch sales. I imagine the Switch 2 will be announced before the end of quarter one. But, but if the Switch is still selling, why why cannibalize it with the Switch 2? It doesn't make yeah. any business sense. Well, they've got releases up till, like, big releases up until March. Is it, I think Princess Peach is coming in March, I think. Yeah, that's funny, that, isn't it? But I imagine, though, either... I mentioned, Surely the Switch 2 will be back compatible, right? Given how many you think so, out there has to be, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it Nintendo, would have to be. though, isn't it? Yeah, so I think. I th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo giveth, Nintendo taketh away. But Indeed. maybe with sort of PS5 style bumps, you know, yeah. for, for, for the big titles that, yeah. that are coming out. That'd yeah. be good. Yeah. Well, they need to find a, a new way to get us to buy Mario Kart 8 again. So maybe it, <laughs> maybe, maybe it won't be backwards compatible. I tell you what, that's got to come. And now they've finished all the DLC. There'll be like a, a a best of edition or something, won't they, next year? Yeah. Yeah. That'll yeah. be the, like the, the, yeah, that's like the master collection for the yeah. Switch 2. Super Deluxe. Yep. Yeah. yeah so 60 okay. quid. And I'll buy it. Yeah. I hate that game. I'm amazed they've not done one with Smash Brothers yet. Now all the DLC for Smash has has finished. Mm. And that's been finished for for quite a while as well. So, yeah, maybe. We need to get Smash on playthrough. I've still never, ever played the Smash Brothers game. Oh, it's great, mate. You'd love it. It's just a. I came very close to picking a fighting game this time. Yeah. So, did you know the guy who made Doki Doki Panic? Panic was no, sorry, Doki Doki Literature yes. Club was actually a Smash Bros. Uh, competitive player. I read that. Right? Yeah, no I, I read, read that. that. 
Awesome. And di- didn't he start his development? Um, didn't he design some like fan made levels or something? Or yeah, yeah. He yeah. No, he, he did something? some mods for the game. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I read that. Yeah, that's funny. No yeah. way. I uh, yeah. What? So what were you going to choose? Ali? I assume it was Mortal Kombat. No, it was actually. I was going to. If it had a bit more of a single player mode, um, I would have actually probably preferred to pick Street Fighter Four. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> It's always next season, Mads. Mm. Don't you worry. Yep. Yeah, it's a good one. Street Fighter Four. Street Fighter Four is an absolute belter, and it's and largely because it was right in our, you know, the sort of the the the, the original sort of raison d'etre for the podcast of mm. it being yeah. a, you know, an Xbox three sixty release. That's yeah. uh, it's still to this day is an amazing looking game. It's a, it's yeah. a it's a it's a really really good game. It's just a project. So I think, as I understand, it, I think Street Fighter Six particularly has got much more of a kind of a single player mode in it, which. Um, yeah. Which the which four doesn't sadly you just got you know kind of each character's sort of very short ending story but there's not a sort of Mortal Kombat's got more of a story but um, we'll see I I, cause I, I, I I although I picked up Mortal Kombat the reboot I haven't really had a time to put I haven't even started the story mode on it um, so it's uh, and it, with it being a 2023 release it's eligible it's eligible, to, it's it, eligible to be picked in three days time yeah yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Steve. I'd love to have like a couple of months where you can just sink it into a beat 'em up because I do think. Yeah, I do think you get well comp- competent. I, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. What if you're bored after a couple of minutes though? And you will be tough. Then it's going to be a long <laughs> couple of months, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My game would have been Steam World Heist if if I hadn't picked up Dark Souls. My game was going to be Steam World Heist. Ah, uh, okay. I've never played any of the Steam World which games. Been fun, which, yeah, which is available on Switch now. But it was originally a 3DS game, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. 3DS eShop eShop game. Yeah, the sequel that I was looking at, Chris, that I just couldn't do to you in the end was Far Cry Two. Mm. Oh well, that would have been all right because I could have played Far Cry One in the before we got to your game. I did. I did check if it was still kind of widely available, and it was. I was going to be there on the sort of the proviso that it wouldn't be an official entry in the in the series. But by all means, you know, we would sort of play it and discuss it in just one of the general chat channels before we yeah. before we got into the sequel. But I didn't think it was kind of. I don't think it's good enough to kind of have as the yeah. the main pick, to be honest. But the, the sequel is yeah. meant to be very good, or meant to be oh. quite sort of. Um, I think there's some good discussion points in it. Well, we're leading people down the garden path there for for potential season six games aren't we this is this is from a list of about 50 i went straight in at far cry 3 which was, oh yeah yeah heathen <laughs> yeah so that's the one with the uh with the tattoos that's meant to be the best one isn't it It was good yeah really good yeah i enjoyed that yeah so all your power-ups are like a, a different tattoos and your skill tree is like different the different tattoos that you get yeah it was good nice but yeah. they never I I got five but I, they, it just wasn't I don't know it didn't click no not six it was sorry four, three four and five five was okay four was okay six just never really clicked for me it was like I think it was a far cry too much um, <laughs> yeah. yeah that happens yeah <laughs> yeah but for us then I suppose in the pod in terms of the podcast we started the year with Red Dead Redemption. 
and the DLC, the Undead Nightmare, back in January. That took us through till March, where we had the Waffle 5. Then we had, from March and April, we played uh, Double Fine's Brutal Legend. April through... Uh, March through to no, where are we? I'm all uh, April, April to June now. We went with Sega's Yuka, uh, Yakuza Kiwami. July, July to November. Absolutely, as Horizon Forbidden West and Burning Shores DLC. It's a long game. July to November, reading. man. And then, <laughs> and then November and December was uh, was Hades by Supergiant. First Supergiant game that I've ever played. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, no, yeah, second for me. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys honestly think of a game the size of Forbidden West? I mean, do you think it works well for our pod or do you think it was too long? Serious, serious and genuine question. I thought it worked well. And I know all of our listeners had fun playing along. Mm. I mean, I, I would have wished that I personally had had a bit more time because I loved this game so much that I should have been doing more side quests than I actually had yeah. time to do. But uh, yeah, I thought it worked well. And, and we, as you say, you spent from July to November, so uh, we, we just set aside the time for it. So fit, fits yep. the format mm. perfectly, if you ask me. Yeah. So yeah. next year, yeah. next year is just going to be me. Uh, 2025 is the year of mass because I'm going to go with World of Warcraft. <laughs> the, um, you play an hour long. I, I, I think it, I think it works perfectly with the with the format. And actually, if anything, I don't think you want to do them back to back to back. But I think no. it is really nice having within each season or every couple of mm. seasons summing off this this size and length. It's just such a shame. Um, I. I've talked about this beforehand. I do. I think the the format works very well with the podcast. I think a lot of it just comes down to our kind of our availability and how much time we can invest in it. Yeah. And this is the probably this is the first game we were now what what we now two and a bit years into the podcast, aren't we? Yeah, and October twenty twenty. The first time started, wasn't it? Yeah, three and a bit years, yeah, mate. So three yeah, three and yeah. There you go. Time flies when you're so, having fun. Doesn't it just? Yeah, time flies when you're playing seven-month-long seven games at a time. But it's, um, yeah, I think it's this, this is the first one where I haven't been able to invest the amount of time that, A, I would have liked to, but also, B, that the, the game required you to, to really kind of to put into to get out of as much out of it um, or to see it at its best. You really yeah. did need to put the hours in because I know you guys, uh, particularly Jim, you and Chris, um, I'd have probably, you know, a, a really good experience with with the, with the sequel. Whereas I kind of uh, I, I preferred the, the the first one just purely out of the amount of time that I had available yeah. for it more than anything else. And it's a it, it feels like a missed opportunity, but mm. Um, mm. that's not a reflection. That was just a reflection of my time available. I, I think the big games work. I actually really like having the big games with a podcast. You feel like by the by the end of it, it's like you genuinely feel, you know, the sort of the very overused word but you sort of you sort of individually and collectively you do feel like you've been on a bit of a journey by the end of it it's yeah, so nice yeah. you know if you were to scroll if you scroll back through the discord channels it would take you 10 minutes to get back to the top of the message <laughs> the, on the message board and, and you're scrolling just, up yeah, yeah and you go back through it and you think these are all conversations and interactions we've had with each other and with listeners and yeah you know kind of all the experiences the big moments in the game that got discussed you know like jim you got a bit more into it this time as well you know with likes of yeah. photo modes and you look back yeah. and you see like a photo that's somebody took and i know there was quite a few of the others that were taking photos as well all the parts of it that kind of really add into your experience of it and really kind of make those memories when you think back about it that's all the things that you find yourself thinking about really really cool stuff 
I just feel yeah. like games like that are enriched so much by not not only our little forum here and and the way we chat them, because you know we've always said you know we 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 publish these episodes, but we probably still gather around and like a proper book club and talk about these games, even if we didn't publish a podcast on them. Because I just feel like it enriches the experience. But what even enriches it more is like having that Discord community, like Doki Doki Literature Club has been absolutely superb. I've en- I've enjoyed participating and reading the chat more than the game itself. Yeah. Because I just think, like, the just the vast array of views that we get on the games that we choose, like, all different opinions, and nobody slags somebody off because they've said something that they don't like. Everyone is really kind of respectful about what other people think, and it's, it's just so nice, isn't it, just to be able, even if you're not really actively chatting, mm. participating in the conversations all the time, just... Just being able to to read it and think, oh yeah, that's cool. Like I didn't think about it like that. It's so it's, good. It somehow manages to be both the most mature and immature forum that I'm yeah, part no, of. Well, it's well, like it managed it, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's just everything is done in the right spirit, and it, it's it's a very very enjoyable thing to be part of. Definitely. Isn't it funny that the internet can be a nice place when you it can just be an amazing place with the right people? A bunch of group, mm. a, a group of like-minded people together. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so grateful. Yeah. For, I'm so grateful for it. It just elevates, like, and you know, for me, that's that's why this podcast started because I was playing. I've said it before. I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I, I was thinking I'd love to be able to just chat to somebody about this because I love it. Yeah, but I was kind of playing it in a vacuum. There was nobody I could interact with about it. Uh, and and that's where the idea of doing it started. I couldn't find a podcast even to listen to others talking about it, and uh, not not in a book club style, you know, bit by bit format, which is what I really wanted. Yeah. And um, so I'm so glad that we've got that now. And we can do that with the likes of Horizon, which is otherwise, you know, we'd all have been sitting there for a hundred hours each, just playing it, and then just thinking about it, but not being able to talk about it and. I think the ability to kind of chat it through is both cathartic and amplifies the game and yeah. experience as well. It's yeah, so definitely share all those big moments. And it's in my case as well, kind of more often not, you know, just by, through the discussions, you kind of, you get a better understanding and appreciation of some of the, the themes and the plot of the game as well. Yeah. All these things that um, yeah. you wouldn't get otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, th- yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent echo that. I think, I think that the bigger games like work really well in, in our format. I think maybe we're we've probably all wondered it whether whether it does is because this year we have covered so many big games, one after another. So like you look have at we yeah, well you look at Red Dead that that's like yeah, a fifty hour plus so, game. Yeah. Brutal Yakuza Legend was, was about twenty hours. Well. Same again with Yakuza. Mm. Yeah, see Yakuza was. I mean Yakuza wasn't as long for me, it's, and I forget that. Like it's not, you but you, like, you still think like a twenty hour game compared to something like Doki Doki. Which mm. is like a, I don't know, like five, six, six. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. a huge number of hours in Yakuza. Hades. I think I ended up doing. I don't know. Did I go? I, I put some hours into that. Hades. That was like fifty odd hours. I was on Hades by the yeah. end of it. That's long. Yeah, game. when you when you put it like that, like they have been long games, haven't they? Which you which know. was one of the reasons. So I really wanted to go with Tears of the Kingdom for next season. Was was one of my <laughs> or, or Cyberpunk, and I just felt like doing I'd that. Love off to the try back Cyberpunk of, now that they fixed all of the. Yeah, yeah. But so it, I mean, it will happen. It will happen. But off the back of. Um, 
Dark Souls, I think it would have been probably been too much. But I would, man, I would love to go through uh, like Tears of the Kingdom with you guys because that. Oh, I'd love on it. The Discord because it just be you know, Dark Souls. If you ask Chris, it's, it's just a skill based game. It's a thirty hour, thirty minute game. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. If, if you just need to get good, <laughs> you can play it in one sitting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start of there's a YouTube playthrough for about twelve hours. If you just want to sit there for twelve hours and play it, you can. Mm-hmm. But I think. And and this would be very relevant to Tears, which I would absolutely love to play with this podcast. I think it would be amazing. But I would have no idea how you would set the milestones. And, no. Like, it, you know, if I just thinking about Breath of the Wild, like, I don't really know how you'd do it. We would, you know, because we'd, the whole beauty of that game is that you, it's, you could tackle it. That genuinely is open world, isn't it? There's very little plot. Um, to to kind of hang your hat on, and I think the I think with 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 Zero Dawn I got the milestones wrong, and I, I kind of did it on my own. I did a bit of reading, and think I got it wrong, which Mads pointed out to me during the recordings. Couldn't remember the thing. <laughs> had, had I asked Mads's daughter, I might have got them a little bit better, but I didn't. Um, whereas this time, going with somebody Scott who had played the game a lot. Yeah, uh, I think the milestones were so much better. And I think with these long games, I think they live and die by getting the milestones right. If you get them right, it's brilliant. If you get them wrong, it's a bit like, well, okay, well, that's a bit weird. Oh, 100%, yeah. percent. Yeah, I don't know how you do it with tears. Yeah, no, I think, and even something like Hades, where again, it's tough to put a milestone in place. I think Reese did, yeah, did, did a great job. I think job. that worked. Yeah. yeah. It worked over the two. I mean, I, the point it was just more. Uh, obviously, Reese was a massive help on that. But um, the original intention had maybe to be do let's say the the three episodes. But um, I think by the end of it, I think yeah. we're, I think I think maybe if it'd been done it earlier in the season, maybe three episodes would have uh, we would have sort of had a bit more appetite for it. But I think at the end of it, I think we were just kind of ready for yeah, to, move um, to, to to move on to something else. Yeah. Um, and it's one that can be revisited, waffles, mate. Indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But saying that, we will have had three waffles this year. So we would waffle, waffle five, waffle six, and a New Year waffle. So, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. this doesn't count, does it not? No, we're, this is rolling it. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But we got twenty episodes out this year, which I was including the Red Dead it's stuff. Good going, it's good going, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I, it's I think good. it's really good going. Yeah, I mean, so, e- I, even with even with Forbidden Western, it's still not far off one every two weeks. No, and you and you think with uh, like Forbidden West, there was, I think, maybe like a three week gap. I think between recording, there was a month. Yeah, maybe, maybe a, a four week point four August. week gap or something. Yeah, hmm. yeah, not bad. Eight, not bad going. If I go in, I did try and find the uh, to- your, your three ugly mugs every couple of weeks. <laughs> <is bad enough. laughs> So, guys, I any, any favourite and, uh, episodes for you guys? Favourite episodes? Favourite game or favourite episodes? So, my, um, uh, Let's go with favourite episodes first, if you have any. I, I definitely have one, because I so enjoyed having uh, Mark Coop on for our Brutal Legend yeah, yes. uh, music episode. Yeah. It's good fun to do something different than what we usually do and get a guest on. Really love that. Yeah, that was good fun. Mm-hmm. It was. I was really, and it, and that actually has given me an idea. I'm not even mentioned this with with you guys yet, so I'll keep keep it under my hat, maybe. But yeah, it's given me an idea for something for for next year. If, okay. If you, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm, I like it. Yeah. Favourite episode, man, that's tough. I would probably... I quite like the first episode in a series. You know, I quite like that first one when we start to discuss the game and initial yeah. impressions. Like, they're probably my, you know, my favourite episodes because we're all kind of going in fresh. And um, so probably if I was pushed, I'd probably say either the first... Yeah, either the first episode of Hades or the first episode of Forbidden West. Mm. But to, uh, yeah, goes without saying, I like all the episodes, but um, probably the first in the series are probably my favourites. Yeah. yeah, I think probably, yeah, that one or maybe one of the most, uh, yeah, uh, an emotional highlight was was when Mads came around to Red Dead eventually on the, uh, yeah. when it just <laughs> started engaging with it more as a kind of, a, on a more superficial level and um, and started to get some enjoyment out of it. That was, uh, that, that felt like a, that was a milestone for me. Felt like a win. 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, also, which was John, which, was 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 Jim's drunken socials? Was that was that in twenty twenty three? Was that twenty <laughs> yeah, two? No, it was last year. It was last year. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, mind you, the way these mm. cameras are going, they might be. It might have even been twenty twenty one, mate. Was it's, it really? To this day, if I'm ever having a bad day, I, I just listen back to that. It still makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's had a waffle two or three. Yeah. Is, well, I'm yeah. on these uh, IP. I'm on these session IPAs tonight, so you can't do too many of them without. Repercussions, can you? So. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, you can do the show. <laughs> Go on, have another end. one. <laughs> <laughs> favorite game, though. What? What about you, Mads? What a favorite game? So, favorite game? Wow. Um, probably Horizon. Actually, Forbidden West. Mm. I really. We did, we did talk about this on the last waffles. Yeah, we, really yeah, enjoyed so that, and I really West, enjoyed yeah. the um, the DLC as well, the Bernie Shores. So. Yeah. Yeah, probably my favorite game. I loved playing through Brutal Legend, of course, but uh, mostly fueled by nostalgia and heavy metal. So, Forbidden West. Mm. Yeah, and then outside of the podcast games, was there anything that you've played that that, that sort of really stood out or is particularly memorable? So, speaking of the games I've played in 2023, I've actually finished 36 games. Like last year, I've kept a list this time of games finished, and Hades is not on this list because I didn't finish it. Thirty. We, we, we'll let you games. put it on there, Mads. That's okay. you can put it on if you want. <laughs> Thirty-six games and picking a favorite is really, really hard. Uh, looking down on it, it's, it's uh, easy to see my favorite platforms because that would be the Analog Pocket, which I've I've, I've finished a lot of Game Boy games this year, and the uh, the Steam Deck. I played through the entire Blackwell series, for example, so the five different you know, point-and-click adventure games in the Blackwell series. Love those. Uh, I, I started the year by playing Tinykin on the Xbox Series X, which is a beauty of a game. I, I really, really enjoyed playing through that. So everybody who likes a little bit of a collectathon, go play uh, Tinykin. It's, it's. Yeah, I, really I believe still on Game Pass, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I did see it's on sale at the moment on Steam as well. And recently, I finished uh, Cocoon. I think. You guys, yeah. maybe it was you, Chris, who suggested that I, I had a look at that. I love that. It's a yeah. brilliant, brilliant puzzler that I, I, I played on the Steam Deck. Great game as well. But what would be my favorite this year? Probably Cocoon, actually. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, That's just one... Um, was it Rock, Paper, Shotgun Game of the Year? Okay. Oh, was it really? website earlier today, and it, that was nominated Game of the Year, yeah. Makes sense. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, the graphical design, the 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 whole aesthetic is is really really good. It's uh, mm. it's beautiful. But 
the puzzle design is just yeah it, it's perfect it's it's hard but it never gets so hard that you you quit yeah i've been stuck on a on a puzzle for a little while and walked away from it and i came back a few days ago um and it was mm. it was one i'd got two orbs and i'd got um there was like loads of posts coming out the out of the ground columns coming out the ground and you can't take the orb yeah. through the columns because the gap's not wide enough so you have okay. to go through the little portal bit drop an orb off and then there's a portal the other side and i couldn't figure it out and i put it down and then i came back to it just the other day while i was on the deck and got it like that straight away first yeah. chance first try and i was like ah <laughs> oh. you know it's just mm-hmm. weird how that happens isn't it yep yep yeah yeah, I, yeah. I had to step away from cocoon like a handful of times i think and pick it up yeah. the next day yeah. 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 So that's where I, I'm. I'm still playing it. I'm about. Th- I've got about three orbs. I think up to now. Okay. I think. Yeah. The thing I really enjoyed about it, and you you put the nail on the head, Mads. I think Jim was talking in our chat about he was stuck, and you you said, and it, this is the thing I love about it. The solution can never be too far away because the game gates you so well. Yep. Mm. Like you can. You, there's no backtracking. You can't yep. have missed anything. The game shuts you off from going backwards, yeah. so yeah. you know the solution is somewhere close. Yeah, and that that just I don't know that just means that like it's so compelling for me. Yeah, I mean the they puzzle design so well. is so good here, and and yeah. I mean you can you can spend half an hour stuck, but then just put it away as you said. Go back next day, and then you'll probably find the solution. But yeah, I've I've never been stuck for hours on end and, and having to check a walkthrough or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, it's brilliantly designed. It's a fantastic game. Mm. Good choice. What about you, Andy? Because I know that you don't do a lot of gaming outside of the pod. So have you? Is there anything notable on on your list? Yeah. So I made an effort after the last time around. I was determined to beat last year's tally. So uh, thirteen games, which I'm pretty pleased with. To be honest, that's you know, if I can you know tick off more than one game a month, that's that's pretty good going in my world. Um, you should just do like me, mate. I mean, some of my games are like Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. It took me, let's say, <laughs> 27 minutes. Yeah, it was like Dark Souls, man. It was back at the start of the year, which I kind of needed to make a bit more of an effort with. It was, I think it was when about the time, I, I just started working my way through some Game Pass games and I'd kind of done a search back at the start of the year of kind of like, you know, the best short experiences to play through. There was, there was a few that... Um, all of them were enjoyable. Definitely, I think I, I, I'm just looking at here three games that I played out with the podcast that really kind of stand out and really enjoyed. Uh, Donut County um, ah, on yeah, the yeah. PS. I'd love that just as a change of pace and just yeah, okay. something fairly mindless to play, um, but such a charming game as well. It's so funny. I really, really enjoyed that. Really good one. Um, one of the most memorable and actually probably one of the most affecting games that I've played. I'd be really interested to know either if anybody's played it or if they haven't played it, I would totally recommend it if you just want something that's, I think it's about, if I remember it well, I think it was about seven or eight chapters, each chapter about 45 minutes to an hour long. So you're probably looking at a playtime collectively of about eight hours. And I think I pretty much got close to 100% completion on it was uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Oh, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If you're just looking for something to play through with a really nice, what's of effectively three interweaving stories, um, obviously set in the First World War. Um, really, really, uh, a really nice graphical style to it. It's got this sort of nice cartoony style, but then some really, really, uh, really sort of harrowing themes running through it all. And then it's got loads of um, sort of historically historically accurate little 
nuggets of information dotted yeah. throughout it that you can either mm. kind of you can read as much or as little off as you want to but I would, if you do play it i would definitely recommend that you read all the little bits and bobs because it just kind of really helps add the weight to the, the to the story and its events it's really good um and then i think obviously as you know the sort of the main one that i've been playing most recently was robocop oh yeah yes. city <laughs> which has been kind of just such a pleasant surprise i finished that up now actually i don't think i'd finished it the last time we recorded no. so i have now finished it and it's very very good um I think it's just kind of, it doesn't outstay its welcome. It went on longer than what I thought it was going to, to be honest. I, I'm glad it finished when it did. I think it was just probably the, the right length. Um, you know, like I, I think I mentioned beforehand, a couple of kind of peaks and troughs within it. But I, I think what I like so much about it is just, it feels so true to the film and to the source material in the sense that it doesn't get kind of beyond itself at any point. It's all yeah. quite a sort of, it's it's a very kind of local story and, a lo- and local events that are taking place. You know, the, the fate of the world is not, you know, at risk or in yeah, jeopardy or in your hands or whatever. That, yeah. You're just kind of, any kind of events or any sort of, your, your, your influence is very local. You know, it's, you're affected Lower at best. Stinks. Yeah, at, at best you're going to affect the city of Detroit and that's yeah. it. So it's, and the kind of the bad guys are the same. There's no kind of, you know, overarching enemy who's going to destroy the universe or anything. It's um, it's just quite a refreshing change to see that within a game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. My only complaint about it, I mentioned this in the Discord group, which I think I had a quick look on there social media feeds and it, it's pretty much every second post on it is people asking is there going to be a new game plus because there's not and to my mind it is just i don't think i've ever played a game that lends itself so well to as to what this does it would be the equivalent yeah. of when we right back when we played dead space and then when you went through the seconds yeah. play and you just basically start off as a badass mm. it, it's, a, it's a strange one because there's so many abilities within the game that it's not physically possible to get enough skill points to to max out some of the attributes that you've got but there's some things early on in the game that are gated and you would never be off you you basically don't get enough skill points that early in the game to use the the skills that you would need or you don't have Mm -hmm. enough points by that point to get the skills that you need to do that Uh, it's a strange one it's almost as though it was designed for a new game plus but it just hasn't actually been it's not there yet so Mm. i I hope it's there because i I would definitely you'd go through it so much quicker as well in the second run as well Mm. um just because you would be so powerful so i think that'd be probably even more enjoyable um yeah so yeah a few and then there was a couple of other just kind of small game pass games i played as well but they were they were the kind of the the three real standouts for me definitely Mm -hmm. nice Guys, did Jim? We lose Jim again. <laughs> oh my god! Looks like he's he's concentrating hard. Yes, I thought he was just really engrossed in what you were saying. Mm. Yeah, this is it. I've never seen somebody look so interested in what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've lost it. Shall I do mine? Let's see if Jim can work his way back into the uh, into the fold. So Jim, at the moment, is frozen, dear listener. Uh, he looks like a. A waxwork on our screen at the moment. A very handsome waxwork. Oh yeah. But the yeah. three of us are still here, so let's just uh, let's carry on. Look, I'll, I'll I'll do mine then. Yeah. Sixty games. Sixty games. Bloody wow. Hell. Sixty man. Mm. Sixty. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, it's really so. We talk about duty gaming. Every single one of those sixty games are linked to either this podcast, Retro Asylum, including the community playthrough, which is one a month. Uh, or Kena Rinse. Not not all episodes of Kena Rinse have been on, but some which I've just played along with the show um, where where others were, were recording. Um, far too many to list, so I won't even bother, but I'll just pick up a couple of highlights. I started the year with Condemn Criminal Origins, which is far from 
my favourite game played this year, but it was an interesting one. Next up was Metal Gear Solid, uh, which was a community playthrough game. So I also played Metal Gear Solid 2 this year. Uh, going down my list, uh, the Moss, the two Moss games, mm, Star Wars nice. Je- yeah. Jedi Fallen Order, which is a cracking game, I think, and I really want to play the sequel, uh, Jedi Survivor, is it? Um, Blade Runner Mads, remember Blade Runner? Um, yeah, yep. I've discovered the Super Mario RPG series this year. I've played oh, yeah. Super Mario RPG, Paper Mario, uh, Mario and Luigi, Superstar Saga. I kind of like the um, um, the active battle system in those RPGs. Yeah, it's fun. And yeah. obviously, Remake came out uh, just a couple of months ago, which I've not picked oh, up, yeah, but true. probably will. Mm. Uh doesn't do enough differently. I only played Super Mario RPG earlier this year, so I'm not really that keen to go through it again as much as I enjoyed it. Demon Souls, of course. Ooh, probably up <gasps> Did there you finish my, Demon uh... Souls, mate? <laughs> Demon Souls? Did you know that? I finished it. I've got a tick next to it and everything. Um, <laughs> Resident Evil Village, which is really cool. Kind of 16 to 20 hour game played completely in VR, which is very cool. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3. I've been playing the DLC, by the way. I didn't mention that earlier. So I should finish that either tonight or tomorrow. The uh, Tyranny of King Washington, which is old news, old news for uh, everybody else. But um, I'm playing that at the moment, and I there's something about those Assassin's Creed games, man. They just push my buttons. Yeah. Uh, this year, I've discovered the Yakuza series, which, although I don't think of the greatest games in the world, I absolutely am head over heels in love with. I can't wait to play the all-Japanese Kenzen and 3 and onwards. Uh, obviously, Horizon, which we've talked about. Uh, I played Katamari Damacy recently, just as a bit of a palate cleanser. Indiana Jones of the Last Crusade has got a tick next to it. Uh, Final Fantasy V. But a couple of interesting things. So you guys know me. If I start a game, I tend to complete it. There are three games on this list, four games on this list that I didn't complete, which feels really like it's not like Metal Gear Solid on the Game Boy Color. I absolutely despise that game. Mm. Uh, I got to the final boss. I just couldn't do it, and I just couldn't face going at it for the 1500th time. Sounds like me with Hades. Yeah, do you know when like you just it just I just didn't get on with it. Yeah, like that's one of the that, Metal Gear Solid on the Game Boy Color. If you go onto Metacritic, it's one of the highest rated games of all time. Yeah, I remember playing it. I never finished it, but I I did actually enjoy the beginning of it. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the kind of level based structure. I just did not mm, get on okay. with it at all. Um, Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge, I was close. That was a Kane and Rince game. I was close on that, and I had a lost my safe, kind of like on mission 17 of 20, so mm. it's like a 12-hour game. I didn't go back through it. Castlevania 3, I didn't complete. I didn't really intend to, to be honest. Um, I didn't really play it to complete it. It was just community playthrough game. Starcraft, <gasps> damn it. Oh, you haven't finished StarCraft yet? No, I still oh, haven't been back to StarCraft. need to, mate. It's so good. I know. I know. I know. So four games on my list, actually, that I didn't complete. And the other thing I wanted to mention, not one game completed that released in 2023. So I'm just going to read. Right, guys, this is the Open Critic top 10 from this year, yeah, right? okay. 
These go. are the games that we've oh, not. Hang on, let's see. Let's let's see if we can guess them. Okay, go on. Shall then. we see if go we on. can guess them? This will be really fun. Yeah, go on. Shout shout out Sundays, and I'll tell you whether it's in there. Baldur's Gate. Three. Yes. Where do you think? Two. Number two. Yes, correct. Number two. Yeah. Spider Man Two. No. Diablo Four. No. What? Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. Where do you think? One. One. Yes. Yeah. Mario Wonder? Yeah. Three. This has surprised you. Yeah, it's there in the top ten. Where do you think? Three. No. Five. Five. Lower. Four. Eight. Lower. Ten. Yeah. Okay. Is it really? Oh. Ten. Uh Alan Wake two? That was a that was a bit no. of a Marmite game, wasn't it? Some loved it, some weren't so keen. It's not even it's... in the top twenty, Alan Wake two. Okay. So how about Cocoon? Is it there? Huh? Cocoon. Oh Is Cocoon, yeah. No. No, okay. Uh, did you say Diablo this is, 4? So this, is open, this is according to Open Critic, which is like a review aggregator. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone say Diablo 4? There's one that we've mentioned already on this pod. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah Matt said that. Hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is 13th, so not on the top 10. Oh, okay. Top 20. Street Fighter 6? Street Fighter oh, yeah. 6, of course. Where was yeah. that? 9th. Okay. Are they included the... Um, so like we the- did it. It said... Did they include the second part for Cyberpunk? Uh, no, so that wouldn't have. I don't. I think that would have just added to the Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm, okay. I'm just looking at 2023 releases, yeah, so it wouldn't yeah. have. But I think if it would have just had that, I think it probably would be in there. Um, so these, this is the top ten, right? These are the top ten games releases yet. None of us have played them or at least completed them. Tears of the Kingdom, obviously. Baldur's Gate three. Metroid Prime Remastered is number three. Okay. Oh, of course, yeah. We, we, we played eight. that. We did, Asgard yeah. We, we played the original, two. didn't we? Yeah. We certainly did. Asgard Rat 2 on the Quest, released only on December the 15th, 93, and, R- and VR open world RPG. Mm, interesting. Fourth best game released this year mm. in, a, in a game and a year of incredible game releases yeah nowhere to be seen anywhere near the psvr2 fifth is a game called videoverse which is a short pc only uh kind of narrative adventure yeah no never heard of that one pc only resi 4 is six oh of course yeah 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 and just got a vr mode andy for psvr2 Okay. Against the Storm, which is a city builder, released only on December the eighth by Aramite ah. Games. Did somebody somebody who's writing their argument for this being their game of the year in one of the yeah. magazines is reading? I, I was quite interested in it. It sounded quite good. Yep. Yeah. Does look very good. Eurogamer gave it an essential. Yes, it was somebody on Eurogamer. It was one of the Chris journalists Dunwood. I think were all putting their case forward for their game of the year and it must have been somebody who picked that. Yeah. Yeah. This one I've never even heard of, number eight. Tents and Trees is a Switch game released in March. Ninety two average. Would you believe it? <sighs> Would you believe it? Ninth is Street Fighter Six and tenth is Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Uh, Dave the Dive at 19th, a couple of just honourable mentions. A game called Pizza Tower, which everyone talks about. Uh, and do you know what this made me think? Like, I want to play more games. Like, 
I'm going to try. So this is my New Year, my New <laughs> Year gaming resolution, right? For 2024, to play more games. I, <laughs> I'm going to play more games. I'm going to try and play a game as it releases, one game every month. Whoa, that, that's a that's a huge undertaking, mate. Yeah, yeah. you have to so, pick carefully. These are the notable releases in January, right? According to Open Critic. Alone in the Dark, the reboot, comes out on January the 16th. And tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to do this, and I'm not going to read any reviews, any previews. I'm going to think, oh, that looks good. I'm going to play that, and I'm going to see what they're like. Mm-hmm. Alone in the, I might not play them to completion, but I'm going to play them. At least play one game, one new game a month. Alone in the Dark comes out on January the 16th. Jim, the Prince of Persia game, the mm. new one. Uh, comes out on January the eighteenth. The Lost Crown. Hopefully, they've uh, they've corrected some of those issues from the demo version that we played. Yeah, we 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 worried that it would outstay its welcome, didn't we? When we played the demo, and we so we demoed the Switch version, didn't we? It was a bit well. framey, wasn't it? It was a bit framey. Yeah, yeah. Last of Us Part Two remastered comes out Mads. on January the nineteenth. Oh God, they remastered wow. Part Two. Is yeah. it the most point, the most pointless remaster ever? I don't know. Possibly, they've scrapped the uh, online only game now, haven't they? In the Last of Us universe, they have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I'd love to know what they were working on, wouldn't you? I'd love to know. <laughs> Naughty Dog are obviously working on something. I'd love to know what it was. Uh, Tekken Eight comes out on January the twenty fifth. Yeah, it's meant to be quite accessible, isn't it? It's meant to be quite good. And Like a Dragon, which is Yakuza Infinite Wealth, which I am very excited for, even though I'm about 30 games away from uh, getting to that in my list. So they're the games for January. Was that the one we played at EGX? I can't remember now. No, we played um, we played the one. The man. Ga- guy who, game. Who, the, yeah, the man who erased the his name. The man with no name. Yeah. yeah, there were two queues. Yeah. Remember, they were both yes. there at EGX. Yeah, yeah having yeah. queued an hour to play the uh, the one that we did play, we didn't. Um, I think so. I think that's right. I think we played the man with no name. I yeah, don't know. I don't know now because I remember that combat mode being really sort of almost oh. like turn based. I think so you're I'm... right, and the man with no name is a bit more of a throwback to the to um... the original Yakuza games. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I think we yeah. did play Infinite Wealth. Yeah, uh, I absolutely loved that combat system. If that's where the Yakuza games go, I am mm. down with that. I know you weren't so keen, were you? No. Um, so there you go. So that that's my you hear you you heard it here first. <laughs> my gaming resolution for 2024 is to try and play a new game every month. I'll report back on progress alongside all the other games I'm going to play next year. That is a yeah, serious commitment. My list, commitment. most of those games are really really short. So that that's how I got to 36. Yeah. I'm I'm going to try and pick some short games amongst those new games, but I'm, I'm I fancy picking up Alone in the Dark, Mads. Yeah, there's actually a demo that's been out for a long time, and I I downloaded it like months ago, and I haven't tried it yet. What on on PC? On Steam, there's a, a demo you can download on Steam for Alone in the Dark. Yeah. Okay, well I might do that. I might try I might try the demo first, mm-hmm. and if I like the demo, then I'll play that. If not, I will uh, I'll have a go at Lost Crown. Yep. Yeah. I love the original Alone in the Dark games, and I don't think I've ever finished any one of them because they were quite hard. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that's me. Jim, what about cool. you then outside the pod? So for me, I've I've done 26 games, which not, is about the normal for me. I'm just looking back at some of the more sort of deeper cuts. And the first one that I was playing back in January, so this is outside of the podcast, was Embracelet. So that was a game that you oh, yeah. put us on to in 2022, Mads. Really enjoyed mm. that one. Nice little coming of age sort of um, yeah. adventure. Yeah, little story. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And it's not something that I would normally have, have gone into. I'd certainly, I'd never heard of it before you before you mentioned it. But yeah, mm. really enjoyed that. Uh, Intrepid Izzy. So I played that on the Switch. And that was like a Metroidvania. It came out on the Dreamcast, but I played the Switch version. Same game. Um, where else we got? Obviously the Sonic games. I, knew, I did yeah, play I was just a about to say, you, you and I, we uh, finished at least two. I finished actually three Sonic games. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic CD <laughs> and Sonic 2 and Sonic yep. 8. I bet you never thought you'd be saying that, Mads. You finished three Sonic games in one year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, two of them were, well, atrocious. But the, the last one, <laughs> the last one was really, really good. <laughs> well, at least you finished on a high. Yes, good. Yeah. Well, Sonic Advance 2 didn't get much better, to be honest. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Sonic yeah. 2 on the Mega Drive, for my money, is the peak Sonic game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I would argue 3 and Sonic and Knuckles are there. I'm not far behind, anyway. On the, I haven't on the actually Drive. tried Sonic 3 yet, so so uh, yeah. I, I I probably need to do that at some point, but uh, yeah. I think I'm all Sonic out for, for this year, at least. It, you and me both, Mads. You and me both. <laughs> I, even, I even thought about making a New Year's resolution. Chris said he was going to play more games. I'm going to play no Sonic games into next year as a, as a New Year's resolution. Don't make promises you can't no, keep, Jim. No. Yeah, this is uh, it. It just sounds like me saying I won't drink. but uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a need. It's a compulsion for you, Jim. You have to get your Sonic fixes. Get, get my hit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the deep courts I down in Bermuda. I remember just chatting about that. Was yeah. That was like um, uh, like a pixel hunt type game. You get given like a, a scene, and you have, you're given a load of clues, and then you have to find various items within the scene. Mm. That was that was interesting. Again, just a random game that I, that I picked up off the Switch, going cheap. Um, what else we got? Oh, Bruce Lee on the Master System. Really enjoyed that. So I played the uh, the C64 version when I was over at Chris's. Uh, I wasn't keen. I was not sold yeah. at all. Uh, funnily enough, played a different version. Didn't try the spec. Should have showed version. you the specy version. That's uh, yeah, the difference. Yeah, it, it was probably better. I, I, I see. I could have added like three or four more games here because I, I finished Bruce Lee on a couple of different platforms, but I haven't added that yeah. because I mean it's it's a twelve minute game. So but yeah, <laughs> the master, <laughs> yeah, the mass system version of Bruce Lee loved it. Really, really good. Mm. Um, what else we got? Mario Wonder, my my outside of the podcast, my my game of the year. I th- absolutely yeah. love two D platformers, and and that mm. basically I got the feels that I had uh, from Super Mario World when I was playing that. I, I when it was nice. initially announced, I wasn't I wasn't really sold based on the art style more than anything else. To be honest, I saw that art style and immediately thought, oh, it's, it's going to be it's it's new Super Mario Brothers with a different title. But when I played it, 
yeah, it was, I don't know. Yeah. It, it just, it felt like super Mario world and it, yeah, it was just a joy, just an absolute joy to play from start to finish. And annoyingly, I've still not been able to go back and finish. There's like some extra levels that you mm, that's eventually what I was going to ask. Did you, yeah, did you hundred percent it? So yes. you just roll credits, did you? I purposely leave in the, the few different, I did one of them at the time and then I thought right I'll unlock them and I'll leave them for Christmas so I've got a bit of Mario over Christmas and I've not do you think there might to. be any DLC Jim I know Nintendo uh, I know they did for Breath of the Wild but they really do DLC do they um, they, um do you think there'll be yeah, any anything for Wonder I don't think they will no no I think they I think they've probably moved on already haven't they which is a well, shame they seldom cause... they seldom do I know they did the Luigi stuff, didn't they, for um, New Super Mario Brothers U? Mm. Um, like they did a couple of bits for Odyssey, didn't they? But there was no, no, no really real extra content. No, and Tears. They've said Can't that's it. it, haven't they? There's no more DLC dropping for Tears. Yeah, I mean the 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 Breath of the Wild stuff was more. Um, you played the. Um, DLC for Breath of the Wild, didn't you, Max? Yeah, no, I only I just started well. it. I never actually finished it. What was it? It was kind of hard, the version? Yeah, it was kind of like the master quest for Ocarina of Time, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, so, yeah, the so first... we had to go to the island and basically start from scratch again. And So there was there was two two DLCs that dropped. The first one was, um, it basically drops you into like a, a hard mode, like a what do you call it? Like a horde mode type thing, you know, where you get in uh, different level uh, enemies, and each is like scaling, it's getting more and more difficult, yeah. different enemies. Um, and so it drops you into like an arena like that. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, it didn't. I think because of the if it had come a bit sooner to the to me finishing the game, I would have been all right with it, but because there was a gap going back to Breath of the Wild and X and I needing to be at the top of your game it is yep. a really difficult yep. game and yeah. you need to be back at the top of your game. But that gap. Yeah. It, yeah. It was too much. That's how I felt as well. I mean, I, I remember maybe one of the very first missions when you started that hard mode is that you're left on some Island. There are lots of tough monsters there and you have no equipment. Maybe you have your, your yeah. weapons, but you don't have any like armor on that. and you have half a heart. Yeah, that's them. right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost made it like a kind of survival simulator, didn't it? Yeah. On that yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. And then, fun. yeah, then the other DLC that dropped even later was, I think it was like a motorbike or something. You unlock a motorbike. That's right. Yeah, because remember getting the motorbike. There's like the yeah, yeah, like that Shika armor or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah. The motorbike yeah. Also. yeah. But yeah, I'd I'd moved on, and again, it's similar to Odyssey. I so I've played through Ocarina of Time so many times. The same with Link to the Past, Majora's Mask. I've played through multiple times, but I've never had that inkling to go back to Breath of the Wild. I think because of the size of it, it's just the commitment sort yeah. of terrified me a little mm, bit. Maybe. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Arcade wise, one of the biggest surprises. So obviously, I play a lot of arcade games, but one of the biggest surprises was this month. I've been playing a lot of Flying Shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the high score challenge. So that was the high score challenge. Yeah, over on RA for this month, and it's it's a game that I've played a few times. It was on the Evercade collection, um, and and it's one one of the ones I've played played it a few times. And there's like it's it's tough. It's a really tough vertical scrolling uh, shoot 'em up. Really unforgiving. But once you sort of get 
past that barrier, it's really good, really playable. Mm. Um, so whereas before I was like struggling a few areas in, I'm up to, I think it's up to like area 26, 27, 28, something like that now. Um, so yeah, I'm still miles behind everyone else, obviously on the high score table, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I'm, I've enjoyed playing that. Yeah. So nice. you guys have any good, uh, Kickstarter rewards dropped this year? I mean, I'm just looking at my list. One of the games I finished was Lunark on, I, I played the Switch version, which is kind of like a spiritual successor to Flashback done by, by one guy that I kickstarted for, well, years ago. That was quite good, actually. Do you guys get any goodies out of Kickstarters here? Yeah, so I've backed a few books mostly. I tend to shy away from backing games. I don't know yeah. why I, I just see games and then they take forever to, to release. You maybe don't get updates and devs go quiet or whatever, but, but books tend to be a bit more reliable or they have where I've backed them anyway. Yeah. But that uh, the game, game boy, what's it? The game, what's it called? Game book. Yeah. That as well. that? I got that. Yeah, before, yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. That was really good. Really impressed with that. Yeah. Really mm, like so that. You made the color one as well. I did, yeah, 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 and they've already said. Oh, did you go good. for that in the end? Did you? Oh, good man. I, did, I, I yeah, didn't. Yeah. I, um, but uh, <laughs> I, I thought I thought twenty twenty three was going to be the year that I finally saw. Do you remember a while back there was that book that came out, and I think it's kind of held up to be one of the kind of a really um, uh, what do you call it? So a very sort of desirable book. It was quite a limited run that came out in the first place, I think. But it's also it is meant to be sort of like a very kind of definitive book. Also, it's called Supercade. And um, no. yeah, it's called Supercade, uh, visual history of the video game age. And I think it was like 1985 to 2001 or something like that. It's, um, I think it is meant to be so like a, like a very sort of recognized within the industry as being like sort of a really kind of good reference point for, for the, um, both arcade, I think primarily arcades, I think, um, but anyway, that big release, but it came out in quite a limited run and I think it was very popular and like the, it just goes for funny money now. So there was a Kickstarter that I backed, and my goodness me, if the uh, never mind TV drama, if you want just to see some real life drama, follow this Kickstarter. <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> it's like at times it's like a it's like a Spanish or like a it's like a South American soap opera at times in terms of like the number of twists and tales this one's on. And I was looking at, it and I thought uh, it was, I think it was finally going to be here, and I thought. I just double check when it was that I backed it. First of July, twenty twenty was when I backed the book, and uh, here we are, 20, late twenty twenty three. Still no sign of it. Um, oh, and wow. the worst part was I kind of went for a collector's edition because it uh, it got you the there's a new book that's coming out, but it also got you a special re release of the the first book as well. So uh, these two books look great, and I like. It was expensive. I only backed it because it was um, because I say I knew how kind of well received it'd been at the time. So it was an expensive one to back. Um, so here we are. What what are we now like? Three and a half years later, still waiting for it. And with multiple, well, it's all gone a bit quiet on the the update side of things. But occasionally, the author will pop back up and say, "No, no, um, there's just some more drama. This, 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 and this has been happening." <laughs> um, as soon as I can, I'll get them out to you, and then it all goes quiet for another couple of months until the next significant drama. And it's no, 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 it is uh, happening. However, this, this, and this has now been happening. Sounds like so the um, Sex Spectrum next to Kickstarter, but that actually delivered in the end. 
Oh, did, this is yeah. yeah I, th- I think yeah. by comparison, uh, those that that is you know that this is a professional production in comparison to that one in terms of the drama. This is uh, <laughs> this one. This drama has got a Netflix budget behind okay, it. I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see. So yeah, that didn't arrive, and my. Um, in television, Amico didn't arrive either. Oh, so no. all in all, a very T- unsuccessful year of backing project. Not yet. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, maybe, maybe, maybe I was out. I must have been out when he came okay, past, yeah. I think. Um, but I think similar to you, Jim, I think there was a, there was a couple of books I backed earlier in the year. Um, there was, I think there was the sequel to the, the coin-op. There was the shoot 'em up book, wasn't there? Yeah, the, shoot 'em up Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah, from Doyle's books. That was the one. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yep. Very good. No, on the whole, it's been a relatively restrained year on that front, but I'll need to make up for that in 2024, obviously. I think I got the Revolution yeah. book as well this year, well, didn't I? I haven't had yes, time to read same, yet. same. Yeah, I got Revolution software. What was the other one? Another one I got. Uh, Game not over from mm. Craig. Turner, oh yeah, I think it is. Who does the yeah. uh, revival stuff? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, mm. yeah. I'm um, Matt. Do you, I don't know if I've been keeping up with. It. Remember that game we back Vocabulantis? Yeah, yeah. They're still working on that. Yeah, I've not been following the updates, but that hope that might get Mina the Hollower as well. I've got backed. Oh yeah, Mina the um, Hollower. Uh, that's been going um, on for years now as well, hasn't it? Yeah, good, good to maybe even three years. Yeah. I'm not even. I don't know when that's scheduled to release. No, me neither. Um, the, those were the game. developers behind Shovel Knight, by the way, right? Uh, oh, yes, was it uh, Yacht Club games? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Yacht Club. Yeah, it's their next game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mina the Hollower. It was really good. Uh, does look really, really good. Yeah, so hopefully, obviously, they're beavering away at that. I don't know when that's due to release. But a game that I backed that is due to release uh, this coming year is Eluden, Eluden Chronicles. Okay. Um, so these, this is a game made by veterans of the Suikoden mm. series of oh, RPGs, yeah. okay, JRPGs, yeah. uh, which you may remember from the 90s and beyond, where you the whole idea was that you could kind of recruit up to you know, 200 characters um, and then you'd select the party from that. So it's kind of inspired by by that. Mm. Uh, and some veterans who worked on that are working on it. I think that's due to release in, in May. Um, so I've filled in my questionnaire. I'll be getting a digital copy of that uh, on Steam uh, or Switch. I can't remember which one. Mm. Nice. So it, that'll, be my, that'll be my new game to play in May. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should have a look at the uh, more more of the the Kickstarter software side of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Or just or, or scares me a little bit. I think the book, like I say, the books tend to be a bit more reliable, unless <laughs> unless you're random. So speaking of Kickstarter, I, I heard that the um, I played Goblins Five this year as well. Uh, did an episode of uh, New Game All Flame with the guys playing, yes. you know, yeah. talking about Goblins Five, and Goblins Six is probably going to be uh, Kickstarter next. Well. 2024 as well. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. I'm definitely going to support yeah. that. I, I loved Goblins 5. It was a great game. Mm. Yeah. Mm. One question from me. Um, one game that you guys are looking forward to next year, is there anyone, which given what we just talked about, we may not play, but is there is there any game coming out or schedules come out or which may come out that you guys are particularly excited for? Uh, I'll, I'll start very quickly. Mine is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. 
the sequel to remake. Yeah, I thought that seemed a bit funny because it might actually force me to play the the first remake. I need to get I need to get started yeah, with that. That's incredible. That's an incredible game in and of itself. Of of yeah, I know Mads is a little reluctant because it's part one of three. Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, it's a fine fully fledged game on its own, and the rebirth is out on February the twenty ninth, uh, which I have pre ordered and cannot wait for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've got any open pre-orders at the moment out of things I'd seen. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that. Um, uh... I, I yeah no I don't think I've got any open pre-orders. I'm hoping that we get to see the Wolf Among Us two. That's oh, yeah, that's, that's gone really quiet, that. hasn't it? Um, I think. Initially, they they said early twenty twenty four, didn't they? But yeah, who knows they? now? Um, hopefully, hopefully we still get it. Uh, there's a Broken Sword six coming. Okay, hoping hopefully that's twenty twenty four. I know the remake of the first game is that's getting remade again. That's that's coming next year. Hopefully six will will come as well. But we'll, we'll see, I suppose. Any takers for Hades too? Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. For oh, that one, yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Without a doubt, it's uh, yeah. Um, what when is that releasing? Early access in March, is it? Is it okay? Yeah. Um, I, I I doubt I'll get bothered to get on board with it early doors. I'll just wait until it's kind of all nicely yeah. polished up and at its best, and then I'll happily get involved. But uh, yeah, for yeah. sure, that one definitely. Yeah. Uh, another Matt, one. Anything for you? Anything? Sorry, Jim. No, no, go for it, Mads. I've got nothing. I mean, the only thing I'm looking forward to next year would probably be the Switch 2, hopefully. Yeah. But uh, no games yeah. I'm actually waiting for. I'm looking forward to Goblin 6, but it's probably going to be 2025, isn't it? If if they kickstarted in 2024, so, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, one of the franchises I'm really excited to see where they go with it. So I think we've got one last DLC drop-in for um, Destiny 2. Is there really? God, there is. Yeah, I think it's the final. There's one more left, the final shape. So I, I, I had to wean myself off uh, off Destiny. Um, so I've not been back to it for a long time. But I think Destiny Three, if hopefully if it gets announced next year, I don't. I'd be surprised if it releases next year. Very, very surprised. But maybe if we get like an announcement or something like that. That could could draw me back in. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for an announcement of a new Monkey Island game because the last one seemed to have been a success, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, really yeah. hoping that the the same crew will do yet another one. I love the art yeah. style, I love the humor, I love everything about the last game. So yeah, I was also wondering that. Now they've got the engine. Yeah, yeah exactly. it seems like an, uh, if it if it's sold enough, it seems like a no brainer, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Another and exciting I, year in the offing. Yeah. What about? Have we? I don't think we've covered like your favorite. So from from the podcast games, favorite gaming moment, like um, from either well from any of the podcast games that we've covered this year. So Red Dead, Hades, uh, Brutal Legend, and um, Forbidden West can be for DLC. Any any moment. Mm. For, for me, Go it's nice. easy because I'm an old softy, so I love the little love story in in the Burning Shores. That, that was uh, that 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 little kiss in the end. That was enough for me. I was sobbing behind my keyboard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> nice. 
Nice. Um, so I have two, I think. I think one would be the credit roll on, on Hades. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the credit roll on Hades would be uh, one, which I absolutely loved. And the other one would be that moment in Forbidden West where um, when a Beta makes a first appearance mm. and the, mm. the zeniths come through the door. Yeah. When, yeah, that that moment I think was was my favorite moment of that game was a oh my god kind oh. of shock of a yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So probably yeah. those two. I just yeah, wondering I'm, I'm similar I think the I was just going to say just wondering where the game was going to go with that when when you were going to get that face to face meeting. Yeah. 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 That was no as a proper sort of yeah kind of Big budget Hollywood moment that one. That yeah, was very definitely. cool. Um, yeah, similar to, uh, similar to Chris, uh, the first clear and then the kind of the the ultimate credit roll on Hades in terms of, sort of satisfying gaming moments. Those two definitely. Um, I, I think probably like I think probably yeah, the most affecting moment out of everything that I played this year, and sort of probably the most memorable as a consequence was um, was Valiant Hearts. It's um, yeah. I, again, I don't want to kind of keep harping back to it, and I'm certainly not going to spoil anything. But um, yeah, probably like if I had sort of just flashback to sort of moments of the game and sort of yeah, just were kind of um, yeah, that's that, that's all I'll say about it. That was my my sort of one of my most memorable moments or most memorable games of mm. the year. Nice. I think yeah. I think nice. for me, a one we've not even talked about but we've it seems like we've talked about endings in games loads this year from like Ryzen not not quite sticking it for some of us and the ending of how it's delivered in in Hades and then when I was sort of looking back over the stuff that we've covered for this year the total opposite of Horizon for me was the ending in Red Dead the, mm. Just that mm. that epilogue where you're you're playing as Jack, um, and for me, I went back and hunted uh, Ed, Edgar Ross. When it, it was yeah, yeah, Edgar Ross. yeah. I went and hunted yeah, well, down his his wife to find out. Where, where <laughs> I think you, there's there was video footage of it as well, Jim. Of you yeah, going to go yeah. down, so it's and then, then I, hunted I killed down them all Edgar as well, Ross. So. Um, but. Just that bit as well, where you're, uh, where you're, you're going through the woods back to the ranch as well. When you find out your family's just been sort of put back in the ranch, and you got the music, and yeah, that for me was just when looking back on it now, I think that's probably one of the best endings in a game I think I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so and to to get that for the first time, so it is so good. Yeah. One of these, uh, whether we'd work the same or not, I don't know, but it's one of the reasons why I, I would love to see the game remastered i'd love to see that scene remastered in a modern engine you know it's more kind of like the horizon type or even in the red dead 2 engine more than anything else it's just sort of you know just kind of add to the kind of the the realism and the weight of that moment i think it would be um you know look absolutely spectacular sort of like if you're you know if you're riding through a proper kind of you know sun dappled forest and everything it would be um, be sort of quite affecting but it is a i mean I, i guess i kind of 
because that was obviously the first time you'd seen that moment, wasn't it? Yeah, is that, yeah. Um, yeah, so it probably, it's nice to hear that even after all this time, it still has a similar effect to yeah. when that was kind of, that was one of the reasons why I was, what that was one of the main reasons why I picked a game in the first place was to, to, to see that moment again, but also to hopefully for other people to experience it for the first time, because I think it is a very special gaming moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know at the time, didn't we? We talked about uh, the way it delivers certain aspects of the story and whether it's maturity and stuff like that. But that ending was just on point, just delivered perfectly. Brilliant, mm. really, yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. So, are we done? Are we waffled out? Well, almost. I've got one last bullet point left predictions for 2024. God. So we can't say switch two because that's obvious. Damn, it's too obvious. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> so too obvious. I, I predict that Chris is going to beat Dark Souls and uh, tease <laughs> everybody else obvious. because we probably won't beat it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I then again, say... look at the size of his member, mate. I mean, it's just, <laughs> just look at the size of my character <laughs> <laughs> with his capital G T shirt on. PS5 Pro. Yes. <laughs> PS5 Pro, and Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. I, I predict Microsoft will announce that the Series X will be their final consumer console. Ooh. So why do you say that? Because I think they will announce that the Series X is their final consumer. No, uh, I do. I think the Series X will be their final consumer console, and I think they'll announce it ahead of time. I think they will move to a... Uh, cloud-based ah so uh, so not I, not because you think they're going to just focus no. on pc gaming but going cloud based. no okay. far from it no i think they will okay. become a game pass that they will have game pass will be their platform um, i think they Switch are well. cleverer than that i mean so many people have burned their fingers on those streaming services because lots of countries don't have the stable and very very high speed internet connections that we have so so it's it's just not possible in many parts of the world buffer. and even mm. here you can't buffer it so <laughs> i mean it, it just doesn't work probably does it i mean stadia if, if google can't do it microsoft can't yeah yeah well there you go yeah. that i could be very wrong and or and or i'm going to give myself another one then uh sony is it who is it that publishes gta is it take two yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah take two. Uh, yeah. So let, let's assume it is take two. Mm. If it's not, insert name of uh, developer. Uh, it's Rockstar, isn't it? It's still Rockstar. They, they're the devs. Anyway, I think yeah. Sony will acquire um, the rights to GTA 6 and it will become a Sony console exclusive. Ooh. That's my second prediction. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if that happened, they, that's, need to, that's... they need to respond to Microsoft's acquisition somehow, don't they? Well, I yeah, think yeah, if, they if they do that, that's the moment that Call of Duty goes Xbox exclusive, isn't it? Well, I think that's signed already. I think that it's. Not, I think is it not? There's, yeah, there's a period. Think... There's like a grace period where I think they, they they're both going to have access. Okay. Yeah, I think that. I think I think Microsoft needed to do that in order to get it through the various yeah. competitions authorities. Yeah. Nice. Mm. So there you go. There. What, what about you, Jim? Similar, really. So my thinking was, I could, I could see Game Pass coming to to uh, Steam. Yeah. So yeah, doing away with doing away with the console, 
and they bring out some sort of package where all you need is um, I like a controller and some sort of USB access to to Game Pass, or you can play it through like your Steam Deck, for example. Yeah. So yeah, similar. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah, I could see that. But mate, I don't know. I think is twenty twenty four going to be too early for that, given the acquisitions Possibly. that they've given the acquisitions that they've made. Mm. Possibly, it might be maybe, too early. For maybe that. we're a console generation away from that. Yeah, thinking yeah. about it. Hopefully, at least that. I'm not ready for not ready to give up my consoles yet. <laughs> no, but, no, but you better get ready for it because I think it is definitely the future. Whether it be next year or whether it be in twenty thirty four, it's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, or they buy Sega and then they bring out a new Sega console. It's old. <laughs> I'll buy three on day one oh. if they do. Just get, just get something like a console with a Sega logo on it. I will pay. Yeah, I'll pay top dollar for that. I tell you, if if a, I tell you, if, if a Sega branded console is released to the market next year, I'm moving to Tibet and becoming a monk. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. On and that I've said that in public, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, oh, any- and by the way, can I just caveat that? I don't mean a mini. It can't be a mini. He's panicking now. Sega console playing brand new Sega game. So if, if it isn't the Dreamcast two, it doesn't count. It's got to be a, a Dreamcast 2 or a, yeah. Yep. Oh, I did wonder whether we'd see one of those, um, what was it called? A Hyper Mega What's It? As like a Game Gear, a Game Gear Hyper Mega mm. What's It? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hyper Mega Tech. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, possibly. Could be, a, could be a thing. Could be a thing. Gents, any shout-outs before we go? I'll just quickly... Say a huge thank you to all the Discord crew, to everyone that's contributed to the pod uh, throughout the year, um, either through commenting, submitting clips, or just shared or liked the episodes over on Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days. Uh, thank you. Like I said, we do we rely so much on like word of mouth, don't we? We don't have a, we don't have a marketing budget, so um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, shout out to, to, to everyone hmm? gents yeah. Definitely. I'd like to shout out the storm behind me that's going to make the editing of this podcast a living hell and uh, <laughs> apart, apart from that uh, shout outs to all of the content creators um, you, you talked about Retro Game Squad you've been listening to those guys I've, I've yeah, been on yeah. New Game Old Flame Chris is on every podcast known to man about gaming and, <laughs> I mean, what other one <laughs> <laughs> so shout outs to Kane and Rins and all of the other podcasts, RGGS and whatever you like to listen to because uh I mean yeah it's just beautiful. I, I finally had some time this uh, Christmas to listen to some of the episodes myself from the different podcasts and I, I love all the good stuff that's out there. So shout out to everybody who uh, puts in the hard work of doing this content. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, similarly. Yeah, just exactly echoing those sentiments and then just to everybody who makes the games, plays the games, talks about the games that we play and that everybody else plays. You know, it's been an amazing year for us. It's been a lot of fun and a lot of good kind of, um, you know, still the, 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 the sort of the purpose of this podcast, I think, is kind of 
is is stronger than ever, I think. And you know, let's make. I think I think twenty four will be just as good, if not an even better year. We're getting a really, really. We've got a great community, and it's continuing to grow. And um, it's one of these things that we just kind of hope everything just continues in the vein that it currently is. It's it's so much fun to be part of. Yes. And I think we've got you know more of the same. Please, that's all I would ask for. It's uh, we've already got more than enough. So uh, and you know, it's uh, it's a real privilege to be part of. So. Happy New Year to everybody also. Have a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto to that. Huge Merry Christmas to our all of our listeners, particularly the Discord members, and a very happy New Year to everybody. But I just want to shout out you guys because I, I absolutely love doing this and I wouldn't give it up for anything. I it is I love it. I look forward to every single one of our episodes. Even when we don't agree on the games. I mean that that just makes it all the more fun. We have such a laugh. It's it's always in the best spirit we never have a crossword about anything we never we never get funny with each other about scheduling the episodes they get scheduled where they're scheduled it's so chilled it is the one of the best things i have literally one of the best things i have in my life i love it and i wouldn't swap it for the world so thank you to you three for making it so much fun i can't wait to start playing Dark Souls, piss out of Mads. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good laugh. It, it is. Yeah, it is. To start the year. So yeah, and uh, yeah. thanks to Jim for pulling this. What's gonna be a really funky edit together? I am. I'm absolutely yeah. dreading it. Time, time I don't socials, know what I'm gonna Jim. get. Come on, drunken socials. <laughs> who so who's who's drank the most and wants to do the social i've had far too much rum so i can try Go on to then, do mate. it so, you, you're very, you you probably don't even know the socials no 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 so that's going to be really really good we're on um x formerly known yeah. as twitter yeah. as playthrough part one no 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 at playthrough at, underscore pod okay that was very close at playthrough <laughs> underscore we're uh, probably on facebook as well something with playthrough podcast i've got no are idea are we still on facebook jim <laughs> we are mate we are my resolution is to pull my finger out my uh, backside mm. and, and get keep that up what's, to date what's our year? latest episode on facebook is it um i reckon it's probably uh, hades i think last of us one Oh okay. no, no! I've done it. I think we've then. got we've got like uh, semi nude pictures of Jim on Instagram as well. <laughs> At Facebook, something podcast. I I don't know. But he does some naked streaming. Yes, yes. Oh, he, that, he does that, this that thing, thing in a bathtub with these the, the rubber animals. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> you gotta go there. You gotta go there. Oh, that's OnlyFans, probably. Yeah, yeah. that's subscribers only. Yeah. That's where we get our marketing budget. Good work. <laughs> that's why we don't have one yeah. <laughs> it all goes to squeaky toys <laughs> brilliant gents have a brilliant new year next time we're together it's going to be for Doki Doki and yeah, then to it. yeah and then Dark Souls which yeah you can't really oh, get yes. to uh, two more different games can you yeah. You'll love it. It's going to be good. Brilliant. I'm going to have, I think I'm going to have to pick up that remastered edition so I can play it on the Steam Deck. Yeah, that's where I'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it so. Yeah. Sounds good, lads. Cheers and cheers yeah. and everyone. One lads, take right. care. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. All the best. Bye bye. Good roadie knows his whole job is to make someone else look good. Keep someone else safe. Help someone else do what they were put here to do. A 
good roadie stays out of the spotlight. If he's doing his job right, you don't even know he's there.
not gonna take what they've got to give and you're not gonna let them take your will to live because they've taken enough and you've given them all you can give and luck won't save them to fight And all the storms you've been chasing About to rain down tonight And all the pain you've been facing About to come into the light Giving you a 